Gambling, huh? Pardon me? I said, I guess the lottery must not be gambling. No. No, because that, that, if it were, it would be morally wrong. And I guess that the racing that goes on and the uh, highlight, that's, that's not gambling either. You know, that the state is in partnership with and takes its cut. Nice, well, you nice see what chunk. the governor is doing now. He's, uh, he's now going to beat this thing now that it's already passed in Broward County. And uh, they've got a technicality on them. That they're going to, that they're well, saying that they didn't I, go I for the, the. I blame the proponents. Uh, I do that. too. That, how, been, they ran a class, uh, class three slot machine. Yeah. It should have been specific. If you leave anything up in the air to these grave robbers, absolutely. That's what he's famous for: subverting the will of the public with his devious plans about class size. He's a piece of crap, man. And you know, the, Carl Hyacin, by the way, I'm, I'm going to agree with you 50 percent from yesterday morning. We'll give Bush 50 percent and uh, uh, the Herald 50 percent of the blame. Pity, pity. Yeah, because Carl Hyacin is a total sellout. He's just like all the others. He pretends to be like an independent journalist who doesn't, you know, toe the party line. He's just another shill. After I had a call yesterday, I, I looked online and I read his column from Sunday. Right. What a piece of crap. You he know, I, I've make, always admired Carl Hyacin. I don't well, know what no got more. into him on this one. Not no more. What got into him is they got to him. And they, they, he doesn't mention one word in there about the fact we already got it with the Indians and with the cruise ships. He mentions nothing about that. And, oh, it's uh, not specific. Yeah, the enabling legislation always has to be passed in any state by the legislature. That's not strictly a Florida thing. That, that's just the way it is. You, you, can't, you can't compound it on a ballot because then it makes it a dual. It, it, make, it makes the issue uh, unacceptable for the ballot. You know all these challenges we've had over the years. You have more than one issue on a ballot. It's not, it's not legal. You can't do it. But the pro but, side, but they I sure thought ran a very poor, slots. They ran a poor campaign, yeah. and, and the proof of it is... I think there were two problems with it. One, they did it in the name of education. I thought that was a mistake. And so I'm talking about, you know, what they were trying to sell. And secondly, was because uh, people don't want to put money into education because they don't trust where it's going. And, and yeah, I know yeah, that. He, he also, Hyacin also fails to mention in the column where he says, oh, we don't know what we're getting. It's all up in the air. They met with the, the, the uh, uh, Board of Education people. They met with the county commissions in both counties. They put it in writing to the, the 30% of the gross of the profits. It, it's all in writing from the operators of the uh, paramutual. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Neil. If they aren't class three slots and they limit the hours... And they limit the amount, like the twenty dollar. It's going to go over like a pregnant cold. It doesn't matter because nobody's going to get anything. Right. And I. Uh, and that's just another way of sticking it to public education, which of course is another one of his specialties. And another way of sticking it to the public, not giving him what they voted for. Right. But the article. Or you know, they, 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 he only knows two ways to do things. You either disenfranchise people so they can't vote in case they're against what your side is on, or. You make sure that you revoke what people voted for. Exactly. That's what this guy's about. Uh huh. Well, that's called a dictator, which he and his brother specialize in. That's the Thank big thing. The Beast made a face at me when I referred to him as a Nazi earlier in the show. Always What's missing is the little the painted. Fa- the whole family, the, the grandfather, did business with the Nazis. I don't see anything wrong with that. More and more every day, there are articles I'm reading about his brother being a Nazi, El Presidente. Yeah, all he's missing is the little mustache. Let me just read one uh, thing here. I do enough reading on my own show without reading here, but now it's my show. It is yours. Um, uh, polls among Republicans had slipped from 52% in favor of slots to just 30 in a matter of days because it was uh, Governor Jeb Bush, the Republican governor who is especially popular among Dade's Cuban communities, blitzed his home turf last week and labeled the slots a bad bet. How do you like that? 
I knew and so that. So that, that's what they listen to. If, if, if any of the Bush family tell them to go to a cliff and, uh, and jump, all they want to know is how high and how fast. You know what that would be? A start. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. Have a good show. And have a great day. And don't uh, don't know. do what I did yesterday. Don't oh. lose too much. I, yesterday I lost too much. Uh, I just went home and watched basketball yesterday. Well, that's that's a good safe bet. And, and I won five out of six games. Well, you just you never lose. Let's face it. No, I do. You're just a miracle man. That's me. Or full of crap, one or the other. No, or no, both. I'll tell you when I lose. Well, I lost. Uh, Bad day. But it's one of those things, you know. I'm in a great mood today. The sun is shining. It's always another day. Sun's out here too. Well, there you go. Too bad it wasn't uh, shining on Tuesday. No. That, that's the excuse now. It was a gray, rainy day, and uh, this one didn't show up, and this group didn't show up. Yeah. Well, Land of excuses. As they say around the track, Neil, there's no point looking up a horse's rear end to see what killed him. Rectum. Here comes the bunny, and there goes Sonny. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. And don't I eat too much. Ladies and gentlemen. I could offer only one tip for the future. Act strange, and people will leave you alone. The rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Put a slinky around your neck and try to walk downstairs backwards head first. Sit naked in a large bowl of Rice Krispies and sing feelings while the kernels go snap, crackle, and pop. Go up to a ticket booth and try to stick your head through the hole where they say how much. Lick a stranger. Tell him you're from Bosnia and you're a country. It's a sign of respect. Take lots of pills. One of them might work. Occasionally ask a stranger if they've heard anything from Lewis. Be annoying. During an IRS audit, staple the guy's hand to his desk. Moon a funeral. Play go fetch with a seeing eye dog while he's working. Run naked through a mall yelling, Killer bees! Killer bees! Say the word titty without smiling. Try to figure out who said Paulie Shore should star in movies. Don't be surprised if it's the same guy who said John Gacy should work with kids. Ask an old lady if you can carry her groceries and try to make a run for it. Disappear for great lengths of time. Try to touch your forehead with your tongue. It may not work, but many women will appreciate the effort. At a high school reunion, tell your old English teacher that your dog's still eating your homework. Ask Mark McGuire if he'll take a million dollars for one of his balls. Try to find the secret to Caratop's success. Understand your conception was an accident, that your parents got wasted and wanted a few more laughs before they passed out. Try not to lose your finger and your nose. Take up Bob Costas and toss him on the lawn next door. Go on a car trip with Bob Costas and force him to stay in his car seat. Try to dribble Bob Costas. Ask all your friends and family for forgiveness. Knowing you, you've done some crap that's really pissed them off. Wish no ill will to anyone, unless you don't like them. Then screw them, they're on their own. Realize anyone who says they're completely happy are completely full of crap. Ask a hell's angel if he's a woman or has he always walked like that. Understand that there are bad people in the world and you may just be one of them. Sniff an old lady. Imagine Gomer Pyle in a gay bar trying to get lucky. 
do this without laughing. Find what's left of your innocence. Understand it. Embrace it. Protect it. And every so often, take it out for a nice nosh. Care enough not to care. Hum while you eat. Act strange, and people will leave you alone. It's 10.07. Happy uh, Thursday to you. Boy, I'll tell you, the week is zooming by, ain't it? It is. Especially with that ball game yesterday. Too bad the game ended about, uh, they, what did they do? Rained it out? They did. Well, so we got a little bonus there with Curtis Stevenson yesterday because George wasn't going to come back on to a 15-minute show at the ass end of some stupid exhibition ball game. Nice going, George. Thank George you. told Duff, stick it, baby. No, I didn't. Yeah, I whined, did. I whined like a girl and he uh, took pity on me. Well, he could relieve. 244 votes on the new poll already, but we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. That, that was a great line, Hank. It's a start. <laughs> that was sensational. And I think he had his thumb right on it there. It's a start. There's the cliffs of Dover, but then again, uh, that's got to do with Dover Downs. We don't want to start talking about that again. Do we have any cliffs? We don't have too many cliffs in Florida. Well, maybe Florida? we can take them all to California. Oh, Trashmore. Oh, okay. Just take them to like a, a hill somewhere. An overpass. Yeah, or maybe just to the edge of the uh, the beach. Huh? Just head out there into the beach. In fact, maybe they can look for Schloimies with some of the old Yidloch, too, as a matter of fact. Just keep going east uh, on A1A. Get to A1A and then just head east and keep going till you get there. You'll find it. Very sad, but that's South Florida, man. It's in the grips of uh, a bunch of people who just uh, refuse to come into the 18th century. They're just in the Stone Age. And whatever the Buchmeister tells them, that's uh, what they do. They do. And, and like we just said, it's uh, you know more like a dictator than a governor. But we'll get to that. Let's, uh, like I just said, not get ahead of ourselves, shall we? Shall we not get ahead of ourselves? Here's yesterday's poll. Kind of interesting. 1,525 votes. And you notice now I'm putting the new poll up there like early in the morning. Just a little bait and switch. Just to give you something to do and keep you on your toes. To get you involved a little bit. Those of you 50 people who are still left listening to QAM. Hey, listen, we're doing just fine, okay? Everything here is... Oh, we're fine. Don't baby. Greg is out of the country. Clarence is up there in uh, Virginia for some stupid-ass U.M. basketball game again. Duff has got the keys to the kingdom. Now, did we ever find out who that was yesterday that was, like, making those uh, groaning sounds? It could have been any of the people in there. With the no, car. no, it could not have, because it was a fairly deep voice, which leaves out leaves out several of those people. Duff sure don't have a deep voice. Uh, Ray Perry, has, he sounds a little bit like uh, Jack Nicholas. You know, um, Gary Sarner has that whiny, uh, you know, very orthodox voice. Uh, who else was in there? It wasn't Miguel because he's got that telltale Spanglish thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So even a groan from him is like a little Espanol. Uh, I, I don't know who that was. It didn't seem like it fit in with any know. of those, that crowd. Maybe it was somebody that we don't know, like one of our new uh, salespeople, something like that. Or maybe our new promotions lady, which is Josh Cordes' mother. Why didn't you tell me that before I started new. opening a mouth and making all those comments? Well, first of all, it was hysterical. Was Second of like all, I, had, I didn't know you were going to be making those comments. Well, how, but how did I know you that? You inferred a lot before anyone had a chance to tell you anything. You just went off. Oh, the hell. It was You're hysterical. crazy. You never yeah, even mentioned okay. it the first time. We've mentioned it before. What? Long his mother's our promotions you, assistant? You're up there. You're not a She's not a promotions assistant. Well, what is so she? you keep inferring things. Yeah. She's a redhead. But what is she? She's the Internet Sales Manager for Power and QAM. Internet Sales Manager? What, what is that? What do we sell on the Internet? Stuff. Yeah, stuff. Get out of here, the Internet Sales Manager. What if, if I ever heard a scam, that's it. Internet Sales Manager, my ass. Sure. So in other words, she just got some kind of a phony, bogus uh, thing there under payroll. Well, that's nice. Why, why not? Or Everybody else is. the only one, right. we got a whole bunch of people like that. A whole bunch of freeloaders. In fact, we could have, might actually be able to pay you guys a little bit if we didn't have all of that whole crowd there. I think Sam's still on the payroll. I bet you Greg's life yeah. on it. I, I believe it. 
and probably even Scoran, just, just to buy her silence. She's probably still getting a check. 1,525 votes in yesterday's poll. What talk host Neil has worked with, other than a QAM, did you like the best? Phil Henry, back in the days when he was really great and we liked him a lot. Are you sure? Yeah, back in those days. We hate you like poison now that you sold out and turned into a right-wing bush licker. You idiot, you. Phil Henry, 440 votes. That wins by a landslide. Never listened to you before QAM, 232 over 15%. So we've, uh, you know, added a little. How, how many people have we added in these seven years? About 30, man. Suds Coleman, 229. They love Suds without Rick. Not too crazy about Rick, but they like Suds. Randy Rhodes, 170. Howard! None of the above, 84. That's the crowd that don't like anybody. We hit them all. <laughs> Mike Ranieri, 83. Boy, we sure miss him. What a good guy. That was just uh, horrendous. Rick Riley, we don't miss him a lick. 67. We don't miss you, Rick. We can't stand you. You're an idiot. Uh, the bird, 63. Missed him a little bit. Yeah, he was, uh, even though you didn't like him. Why do you he say He had that? his moments. He was, uh, on Zeta, he was re very good. He added a lot to the show, no matter, and you weren't listening to that anyway, so what do you know? I never said I didn't like him. Oh. <laughs> You're going to start that crap now, just like with yeah. Rick Riley. You never said you didn't like him. Do it over and over again. This is great. Let me ask you this. Who did you hate more, Rick Riley or the bird? Think about it. Right. The bird, 63. Bill Calder, 31. Boy, it's a long drop-off, but, uh, you know, Bill... Hadn't been on for years. Stan Major, 27. Boy, that's shocking. Dave Caprita, 22. Jerry Wichner, 19. Boy, he and Sammy Smith are probably singing together in that big old redneck tent in the sky as they drive down a Ho Chi Minh trail. Brooke Daniels, 12. Joey Reynolds and Craig Worthing, 11 apiece. Apologize to Craig for that, being lumped in with Joey Reynolds. That's, that's disrespectful. Jerry Williams and Alice Rantel, 8 apiece. Alex Bennett had five, and Chris Baker had uh, oh my God. three votes. Oh my God! One drop in, oh my God. but three votes. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! That was his show right there. Oh my God! It was uh, pretty exciting. Ten thirteen at five sixty WQAM. I've got two sets of lips. Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Who got the money from his daddy? Woo! And as I said, my little bratty. With an agenda that's crappy. Woo! Well, he's the Tallahassee Nazi. No, but they're selling. Well, he's a presidential son who doesn't have to run. No one else is going to win. He might as well just move right in. Seek higher. Seek higher. Seek higher. Seek higher. He has a golden spoon. He was born with up his ass. So look out, all you Jews. Woo! Get ready for the gas. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. Oh, He'll give our civil rights to whammy. Woo! Cause he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Ah! Of a FLA. Well, he's a very wealthy dude with very fascist views who never paid his dues. By next year, we'll all be screwed. Seek hard. Seek hard. Any schmuck could win that race against Buddy McKay. Why do you think they call it Goober? Victorial anyway. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll make the KKK happy. Yeah, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Love of MLA. Yeah, I was mentioning George before the show, and I think it bears mentioning it. Oh, by the way, uh, Aria Giovanni is our beating curtain today. I think she was not the first one to say, but she did say. I've got two sets of lips. She also said that. And if you take a peek, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Uh, Aria Giovanni was born November 3rd, 77, makes her 27. And she has got humongous bazoombas, which obviously are not real. There is not a Chinaman's chance in hell that those are real, is there? Well, we don't but care. But who really. cares? Right. Trivia on IMDb, she enjoys nude beaches. 
Well, as a matter of fact, when you look at her re- resume, uh, it doesn't appear to be an awful lot of like serious acting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, comedy mostly. Bubble Girls. <laughs> Mystique presents H2O with like several H's in it. Naked Diva. Virtual lap dancers. Adriana. Erotic idols. Girlfriends. You go, girlfriend. Thirteen erotic ghosts. Beach Blanket Malibu, Survivors Exposed, uh, Blonde and Brunettes, and Aria. And a bunch of other. A Real Sex uh, Extra Pornucopia, Going Down in the Valley. Oh, Centerfold Babylon, and a bunch of other crap. Girls of Penthouse 4. So there she is, Aria Giovanni. Nice Italian girl. Born in L.A., though. But nevertheless, nothing's perfect, including her face. But that's, uh, we don't want to get into that. Now, what was I just saying oh, about the, the Mafia and uh, Batista? Fulgencio Batista? Okay. Uh, well known and widely known, and no one would even try to dispute it, that the mob, the Hyman Roths of the world, Meyer Lansky and Trafficanti and all the others, they were p- paying Batista enormous amounts of money under the table, so he would look the other way, so those casinos, those beautiful casinos in Nevada, would uh, flourish and bring in tons and tons of money, uh, an enormous amount that they were siphoning into their pockets, of course. Michael, so he got, he got a nice piece, as Hyman Roths wanted. He got a big piece, that's right. So I just mentioned that because in Cuba they love the casinos and it was uh, one of the great tourist destinations and everybody was having a wonderful time and it was a great thing. But as soon as somebody named Bush says, oh, go out there and it's going to bring in crime and it's going to be the end of the world and you're all going to go bankrupt and, and lose your lunch money and it's gambling is evil. See, this business of imposing his personal views on everybody, it's, it's like the same thing with the Christian uh, uh, prison, the same thing. This business of imposing your, your religious values on, on, on the rest of the state is supposed to be the governor of all the state, not just the Goyam, okay? Not just the, uh, the old toothless Cubans. He's supposed to be the governor of everybody in the state. And when the people in Broward County say overwhelmingly, we want Vegas-style casino uh, slots, which everybody knew that's exactly what they were talking about, and he comes in and tries to subvert the will again, I say recall, baby. I say uh, yeah. a lynch mob. That's good, what I'm saying. Good luck. Lynch his ugly, fat ass, and his wife, and his whole family, and, of course, uh, that daughter with a crack problem. Got a big Rectum. crack problem. He's got a big ass, and she's got a big crack problem. Speaking of that, let's get to some of these other things before we get into that whole deal again. I, you know, I didn't think we'd have to rehash that. I thought the election, like Hank said, was over already, but uh, I guess not. And that jackass that called her at the end of Hank's show about, well, he's against gambling, and that's amazing. He's against gambling, then how the hell can he be a proponent of a lottery, which is the worst bet in the world? And let me tell you another thing, not that I want to start touting Canada again, eh? But, you know, you win the lottery here, there are no taxes, it's paid in one lump, and there, there's no annuities. But in Florida, not only do you have to pay through the notice if you win the Florida lottery in taxes, but if you win, like, say, $10 million, you get it over the next 700 years. They, they buy you, like, a 20- or 30-year annuity, which a lot of people be dead and buried by the time they get their money. And if you want it all in one lump, then you take a significantly smaller amount than what you were supposedly thinking you were going to win. That, that's what's called bait and switch. It's called a fraud is what it is. It's one of the worst bets. Your chances are one in a trillion, but that's not gambling. That's okay. That's kosher. And, of course, keep in mind that they subverted that money. They didn't use it for what they said they were going to use it. I, I just mentioned those things in passing, fat-ass governor. You piece of turd, you. You disgusting Nazi bastard, you. Man, I'm not sure who I hate more, him or his brother, because, you know, he's closer to home. Right. The Jepster. Piece of... Sm- I won't even say it. Oh, speaking of that, what a good segue. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. You know the kind of people who live there, don't you? Coeur d'Alene, nice people. Oh, yeah. Homie, homespun. Mm-hmm. A teenager has agreed to admit to three counts of disturbing the peace after anonymously sending semen-frosted brownies to a fellow student. The recipient shared the treat with two other teens, police said. Shared the treat. Now, this is from the Associated Press. They must be going to the wrong dentist, you know? 
<laughs> they said the 17-year-old Coeur d'Alene High School student was upset after a prank in which the other student put peanut butter in his cheese sandwich days before. He told a school resource officer that he hated peanut butter, yeah. and it made him more mad than he could explain. Me too, I can understand. The teen later told school resource officer Jeff Walter that he got the idea of putting his semen on the brownies from the movie National Lampoon's Van Wilder, in which characters think pastries filled with dog semen to a fraternity house. It's those evil liberal comedians. That's right. Just like those video games, baby. Same thing. Everybody's going crazy. Kids, punks are running nuts in the streets. Killing everybody. The student was arrested and booked into a juvenile detention center. He's since been released on a judge's order that he has no contact with the students who ate the brownies. Those brownie hounds. The youth is to be sentenced April 4 on the three misdemeanor counts, which each are punishable by up to 90 days in detention. The victim's parents were notified that children were tested for anything that could have been transmitted through body fluid, although Panhandle Health spokeswoman Susan Cuff said the chance of the student's health being affected would be extremely remote. School superintendent Harry Amen declined comment on any school discipline against the teenager. What, what did that, uh, was that line? He shared the treat with two other kids. Yeah. <laughs> so it, was, it was a sweet treat. Yeah. And just to show you that Florida, not only the people have in, in uh, upstate Florida and in the panhandle, not only the people have incest, but even the animals. This is even, Whitney on Passions will be uh, very nervous when she hears about this. Can't wait till her four-headed baby is born, by the way. Lake City, Florida. Have you ever been in Lake City? I'm sure. Woo-wee, man. That's almost as good as sophisticated as two egg in Okeechobee and Pahokee. You'll love that cherry pie in uh, Pahokee, man. Kitten born with two faces in Lake City, Florida. There's nothing worse than a two-faced cat. When Teresa Morrison's cat had a litter Tuesday, she noticed something was different about one of the kittens. I thought it had a growth on its face, she said. Got a picture of it here. It's really disgusting. Looks like one of those shrunken heads. Yeah. That's what it looks like. The kid has two mouths, two noses, and four eyes. She immediately called her veterinarian. He said he's never seen it, never. The kitten is nursing from its mother, which the vet said is a good sign. doesn't say from which mouth. Maybe both. Maybe it's like, you know, taking turns. She, oh, I see. She's feeding off one mouth now, sometimes goes to the other, but she's not getting it open, Morrison said, and the mouth either. Uh-huh. The vet told Morrison he didn't know if the cat has one or two brains. <laughs> Just like our management team. We're not sure if they have. We know they don't have two, and we're not sure about the other part. Didn't know if the cat has one or two brains, but having one would give the cat a better chance to survive. I still can't get over that line from Hank. It's a good start. <laughs> that was special. He said the kitten lives, uh, if the kitten lives 48 hours, he's got a good chance of living a full life. Wednesday morning, Morrison named the cat Deuce. Isn't that great? Or is that's that great. douche? <laughs> he named the cat Deuce. That's beautiful. I thought that what, that's what uh, Josh told uh, me last week that George was taking. I'm doing. That was disgusting, by the way. Don't ever say that again. Taking a deuce. That, that was that was worse than the stuff you said about Dave Van Boring and Roxy Bernstein. <laughs> Especially when it was only one. Oh. 27 past 10 at 560 WQAM. And I'm going to tell you one thing about Florida. It's never Van Boring because it's always hysteria. It's always the same turmoil and nothing can ever be done smoothly or intelligently. It's always got to be embarrassing and ha- not slow, not fast, just half-assed. Yes, in a taxi cab, I said, driver, Central Park. You looked at me so quizzically, I could tell she was in the dark. So I acted out my park charade, and with my arms, the trees I made. Nobody speaks English anymore. Are you sure? <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach where the weather is nice and sunny. I walk into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. I asked him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, no, Tienda. What does that mean? Nobody speaks English anymore. 
at the corner deli. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, Millie. Or you can go back to Iran. I came here many years ago. Learned my ABC. I don't say muchas gracias. I say please. So get yourself to a classroom quick. You're in America now. Stop making me sick. Nobody speaks English. Come on, Hey, why the hell would they in a foreign country, right? 27 to 11 at 560 WQAM. We got Mo Howard David. <laughs> At two. Mad Dog at four. He's got an abbreviated show, a tough assignment tonight, four to six thirty, because we got Kane's warm up at six thirty tonight. I know a tremendous audience will be tuned in for that. ACC tourney, the Hurricanes in Virginia, seven to nine thirty. Josh, uh, what's his name? Darrell will be there. Clarence with the Beast and Joe Zagaki and wow. Oh, wait a minute. Is the, how can the Beast be there? I thought he was no, there this morning with here. the Hank. He is. So it's only going to be Joe Zagaki and Clarence? I don't know. Oh, boy. That don't sound too kosher to me. 10 to 2, it's Eddie K from uh, Cheetah and the Cheetah in Hallandale. You know, we never mentioned that sporting news radio, and just as well, overnight, 2 to 5 in the morning, because we're embarrassed. We also never right. mentioned the big oh. from 5 to 7 in the morning, even though we're embarrassed about that, but at least it's a local show. I wonder how he came down on that uh, slots thing on the election Tuesday. Remember how he came down on the election in November? Yep. Well, first he was for Kerry, and then, and then uh, his neighbors decided to you know, start burning crosses on his lawn and change his mind. He voted for Kerry. Did he really? Yes. How do you know that? That's what he says. Did he talk about it on the year that he voted for Kerry? That's what I heard. That's really scary. By the way, his name is Orlando Alzagiri, and uh, anyway. Runs with Kerry. Right. Uh, just, we don't want to bog this thing down because we've got to get into this whole thing with your obnoxious, fat-ass governor, but just to make sure that you understand, things are just fine. Oh, we're fine. In Iraq. Things are going swimmingly well. Gunmen shot dead a police chief and two other people in drive-by shooting at the Iraqi capital today. A day after authorities said they found dozens of corpses, some bullet-riddled, others beheaded at two different sites. Gunmen in two cars opened fire on a pickup truck carrying Colonel Ahmed Abais, the head of the police station in central Baghdad, killing him, his driver, and a guard. In the northern city of Kirkuk, gunmen killed an accountant working for Kurds, Kurdsat. The television station belongs to the Patriotic Union of Kurdistan, one of the two main Kurdish parties. Guerrillas struck a police patrol with a roadside bomb in the southern city of Basra, killing two policemen and wounding three. In northern Kirkuk, a woman identified as Nawal Mohammed, who worked with the U.S. forces, was killed in a drive-by shooting. Three unidentified men were gunned down in central Baghdad. Another was killed when gunmen opened fire on a bus. In northern Mosul, two police officers were killed and two others were injured in clashes with insurgents. Disputing Washington's version of events, Italy's premier said an Italian intelligence agent who was shot to death by U.S. troops in Baghdad had informed the proper authorities that he was heading to the airport with a freed hostage. Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi also told lawmakers that the car-carrying agent Nicola Calipari and just liberated hostage was traveling slowly and stopped immediately when a light was flashed at a checkpoint before U.S. troops fired on the car. If the terrorists don't catch you, the U.S. troops certainly will. Also yesterday, a suicide bomber in a garbage truck loaded with explosives and at least one gunman shot their way into a parking lot in a daring attempt at dawn to blow up a hotel used by Western contractors in Baghdad. At least four people, including the attackers and a guard, were killed. And, last but not least, Iraq's interim planning minister, Mahdi al-Hafid, escaped death yesterday after gunmen opened fire on his convoy in the capital. Two of his bodyguards were killed and two others were wounded. <laughs> but other than that, everything's going well. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, swimmingly well in Iraq. Huh? We can the mark. Let's look at the good things that are happening in Iraq. Even though half the country still doesn't have electricity, all of these things don't confuse people with the facts. 
Okay, let's take a look at today's poll, which we haven't even got to yet. We got almost 400 votes. How do you like that, huh? See, catch them off guard a little bit. Throw the new poll on there. Get like a, it's our Head Start program. Get the new one on there early in the morning. Give them a little something to do. Keep them out of trouble. Off the streets. 381 votes. I'm pretty impressed with that. The biggest problem with Dade County is, and we got, uh, let's see, three, six, uh, eight choices on here. It's a Banana Republic 128. I mean, is there any doubt about that? No. No. Nobody speaks English. That's why I played that again. We could play that every day, and it wouldn't be too much, you know? No. Oh, that's no, right. I'm asking the wrong guy. Nobody's speaking English. I No, I don't speak English either. Oh. Well, well, what do you got to do with it? You don't live in Dade County. No, I don't. Even you got out. Yeah. I got out years ago. You got out. Uh, I don't think Josh ever lived there. Nah. It wasn't because it was of the Coral Springs, which is pretty damn far from Dade last time I checked. Even Fat Rich, just uh, before his death there, he was planning to get out. I think that may have had something to do with it, you know? I think it was probably a Dade County conspiracy. They probably poisoned his um, uh, crude eye dip. It's a Banana Republic, 128 in Dade. Nobody's speaking English, 88. Too many old right-wing Cubans, 74. Do you see a connection between those first three there? You well, they're see, a little redundant. Huh? A little overlap. A little bit. That's okay. The traffic, 40. That was George's, 40. 40 are pissed off about the Dade traffic, although traffic in Broward is not exactly what you'd call a picnic, but nevertheless. It's uh, heads and shoulders. Is it really? Above. Oh, yeah. I'll go out and buy some right now somewhere. when I'm getting my St. Ives a body wash. Don't forget the face scrub. The politician's 22. Never met a politician uh, we liked in Dade County. All a bunch of crooks, thieves, gypsies, tramps, uh, garbage collectors, and they should be. Just awful. The names change. The faces change. You know, it's either Lincoln Diaz-Balart or this Diaz-Balart or Ileana Rosanna Dana this. Or, you know, it's the same same crowd. Always pandering, always dividing, always appealing to, uh, you know, uh, Stone Age mentality. Uh, politicians 23. The non-Hispanics don't vote. 16. That's the worst problem with Dade. And I think they got a good point. Should have a bigger number than that. Should have a much bigger number, but they don't want yeah. to admit it. The Miami Herald 7. By the way, speaking of the Herald, if I can just interject here momentarily, remember a guy named Max Castro? I read many of his very fine articles on this show. Yes. And Max Castro, of course, didn't toe the company line, the anti-communist, hysterical, uh, old, toothless, uh, domino right. park crowd uh, mentality. As a result, the Herald no longer carries, for the last many, many months now, the Max mm -hmm. Castro column. Right. So that's probably why Carl Hyacinth finally decided to toe the line, you know? One toke over the line. At the Herald. Anyway, uh, Miami Herald 7, and nothing, nothing wrong with date. It's great. Only 7 out of 392 votes. Not exactly what I call a scintillating endorsement for life in Dade County. So that's our poll right now. Max Castro, boy, he wrote some really great stuff. We sure don't want to put that in Herald because we're too busy pandering. And like I said the other day, they can pander all they want. The fact is that the no spaghetti English crowd doesn't read the Herald or El Herald. They read the diary of the El Diario de las Americas. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. I'm telling you right now. All right. Very, very few of these people read the El Herald. Because if it's in the Herald, they don't want nothing to do. Even they're astute enough to realize that the Herald is full of crap and uh, just pandering them. See, people don't like being pandered to. I know that you know, in a gratuitous way. They, they like being pandered to if it's done in a subtle way and they're too stupid to realize it's happening. But if it's in a very overt, uh, gratuitous way, they resent it. Like, you're not kidding me. You're not one of us. You know, get lost. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Alex in Miami says... Now, before you go off on me, all it says go of on me, this is something I heard, and I want your take on it. If I read this the way you wrote it, Alex, we'd both sound very muy illiterati. I heard a lot of people vote against the slots to our room for when the casinos come down to Miami. Uh, okay. Right. Supposedly, casinos on our day's agenda, and if we have slots in the three paramutuals, <laughs> once casinos are on the ticket, these facilities will fight and vote again it, in addition to the existing opposition. I know you more than anyone else, uh, no more, so please. Oh, yeah, I know more than anybody. 
I know one thing. This is uh, idiotic, Alex. Get with it. Get a life. What kind of science fiction is that? A lot of people voted against it to leave room for the casinos. Are there casinos coming to Dade County? No. No. Not last time I checked. Uh... We should have put Alex on the poll, too. I think you're part of the problem, sweetheart. Exclusively. 560 Regresa a Canadá, judío bastardo. Them. That's why they are so fun. 10.47 at 5.60 WQM. Here's a fax from a very irate and uh, irritated Cubano. Not irate with me, but irate with what's happening in Dade County. He's getting the hell out. Nice going, amigo. After 30 years About 30, man. and nine months, I'm finally leaving permanently to a blue state where there are living and breathing people uh, who like to have fun and mind their own business. This past election in Dade was the final nail in the coffin. I'll be glad to be away from many things, but what I'll be most happy about is that I'll no longer have to deal with the homophobic, misogynistic, hypocritical, one-dimensional, so-called exile community who have turned this place into a miserable open sewer that it is on all levels. And I'm Cuban. Dave County can eat, schmidt, and die. As Roby said, good luck to you. Remember Roby Young? You people are so, so damn bad that not only you have to be bought up by that bandit Texan, but if I wanted to buy some time on your station... I couldn't. You don't have real people at 75, uh, for you. you don't have it on your regular number. I was asked to be a guest on one of your talk shows, or I think it's your AM, the WIOD. They won't even call me back to tell me what the name of the show is. I was on your station in 1964. I was a sort of prominent guy in Miami. I buy time, and I influence people who buy time. And if you people can't get it together to be a better radio station, and if you were at a Conrad station or an EBS station... I suggest that you take your damn frequency, which my grandmother's friend, Jesse J., put on the air in 1926, and you turn the damn thing off and get out of the business. You people ought to be ashamed of yourselves. My name is Roby Young, and the telephone number is a motel in Miami, room 13. You people ought to be ashamed. You shouldn't even be running that facility. And I used to be the boss of the damn thing in 19... I ran the damn thing, and I'm firing your ass. You are terrible. You have no credibility in radio. Now, damn it all to piss before I get on the phone to Pepson. You get on the phone to me, and you get me to take this back, or I'm going to tell a lot more if the sale goes through. But it will, because you're doomed anyhow. We're doomed, that's right. And we're not even on IOD. We're still doomed. That was Roby Young. And by the way, that uh, number 13 in a uh, hotel, motel, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Unlucky number. You want to know why? I'm dying over here. He's dead. 
Roby Young is dead. That's right. He stayed in room number 13. Don't ever do that again. Unless it's uh, Matt Sundin or Dan Marino, stay away from 13. That's why a lot of hotels don't even have a 13th floor, because there are a lot of idiotic, superstitious people out there. Bush roll beats slots in Dade. Oh, hallelujah, says the uh, right-wing fat-ass governor. Hallelujah. All you people goose-stepped along. Goose-stepped to the cliff and jumped when I told you. And like Hank said, it would be a good start. <laughs> it's a good start. That was, that was a special moment in my life. Anyway... As Tuesday's election approached, the coalition of gambling interests that was put, this is in the Herald, of course, so you see the way it's written, yes. that was pushing a ballot initiative to allow slot machines at South Florida racetracks and highlight frontons, knew it had a problem in Dade County. Polling among Republicans had slipped from 52% in favor of slots to just 30. About 30, man. In matter of days. Again, among Republicans. The reason? Governor Jeb Bush. The Republican governor, who's especially popular among Miami-Dade's Cuban communities, blitzed his home turf late last week and labeled the slots initiative a bad bet. The industry attempted to blunt the Bush effect by boosting turnout in black communities, a familiar tactic among South Florida's checkerboard of ethnic voters. Former U.S. Representative Kerry Meek made automated phone calls on Monday and Tuesday and appeared on black-oriented radio, but on a gray, rainy day on which turnout barely topped 14% in Dade, it just didn't work. We had people arriving at the polls in Liberty City and Overtown telling us they were voting because Kerry Meek told them to, said Ron Book, chief lobbyist for the industry group, but we didn't have enough of them. How many did they have? About 30, man. In largely Democratic Broward County, where the slots initiative won 57% of the vote amid an 18% turnout, Bush had far less effect. And that's because we don't have that right-wing element, the old toothless crowd in Broward County. Thank God. Thank Damn God. In fact, most of us in Broward County are refugees from Dade who escaped, who ran the hell out. Like me and George and a whole bunch of people we could mention, but we won't do it. Let's mention all the names. So that'll take us right up till 3.15. All right. Tomorrow. Precinct level returns were not available yesterday, but it was clear that the pro slots campaign landed lots of votes in the condos, as well as among early voters and absentees. In Dade County, returns showed a solid no, a solid no vote in the predominantly Hispanic precincts in the county's central and western areas, outpolled the yes. vote in predominantly white and black precincts at the county's north end. So, in other words, the no votes were coming from the ass end. Precincts in Little Havana, Coral Gables, and Kendall have the governor's fingerprints all over them, Book said, while the pro-slots forces scored best in areas such as Northeast Aid, Liberty City, and Overtown. The Cuban community followed the governor in enormous fashion, Book said. Oh, what a surprise, what a shock. It was a big come-down for an industry effort that raised $6.8 million in campaign funds over the few months' time and paid millions to help defray the cost of the election in both counties. A week ago, Book said industry polls showed the campaign nine points up in Dade. Early voting. Now, wait till you hear this. Early voting had gone strongly in favor of the slots in Dade. According to a Herald analyzation, total absentee in early voting in Dade County was 57% for and 42% against. Uh, and then Bush suggested the turnaround came after he and his allies made their last-minute dash. Bush met Wednesday with Miami builder Sergio Pino, who sank hundred grand in the anti-slots effort and bought up time on Spanish radio to campaign against the measure. I'm really proud of my community for saying they don't want this as part of a future of their community, Bush said. Now, two years from now, they might get another chance at it, in which case, as a private citizen, I'll be with my brother Pino and be fighting the plan again. We'll be fighting again, because it's evil, it's disgusting. Crack is good. Crack is really good. <laughs> Smuggling crap out of the country mm -hmm. uh, through customs, that's really good. Right. Having your kids running around screwing their girlfriends in uh, cars in a parking Parkland. lot in broad daylight in Tallahassee, that's good. That's great. But gambling is immoral, and he's being a good Christian, and he is opposed to it. And therefore, we must goose step along in the line. Because the governor, the fascist governor, he's against it, therefore, we all must be against it. You are doomed, all right, to quote Roby Young. The state of Florida, South Florida, you are doomed. Right. No chance. 
So even though it passed in Broward with the crap, well, in fact, now we get to the next story. All the stories. We'll get to your calls. Just relax. Okay, we got four hours today. No uh, baseball game. No uh, Howard Stern show. We just did a nice four-hour show today. Empowered by his victory, keeping slot machines out of Dade County, Governor Jeb Bush put the parimutuel industry on notice yesterday. This this story here is enough to make you caca in your pants. This is the worst. Caca. This is the worst piece of turd I have ever you turd. read in my life. This is it's almost uh, unbelievable. Really. Empowered by his victory, keeping slots out of date, Governor Fat-Ass Jeb Bush put the permutual industry on notice Wednesday that it shouldn't hold out hope for any Las Vegas-style machines. Instead, Bush suggested that if he gets his way, the four Broward permutual sites would end up with the same kind of video slot machines, the same kind of crap that are now being used at the Indian casinos. Erzatz. Legislators have until July 1st to write the rules for regulating how slot machines will operate in Broward, which voted heavily in favor of slots Tuesday, and set the rate for taxing their profits. The parimutuel's loss in Dade has prompted some legislative leaders to suggest they were obliged to impose tighter restrictions than the industry wants. See, remember what I said? It, it had to pass overwhelming in order to get them to do what they ought to do? Mm-hmm. And, of course, in Dade, it didn't even pass at all. I think that there will be increased momentum for stronger regulation of this industry due to the fact that it's had lukewarm reception in southeast Florida, said Senate President Tom Lee, a Brandon Republican, as if he's got anything to do with Broward County. Piece of turd. Las Vegas-style slots can have bigger payouts and believe to attract more players. The permutual industry warned that if legislators define slot machines the way the governor is suggesting, it would gut the intent of the constitutional amendment the industry spent two years and more than $22 million to get passed in November. That's not what the public demands. It's not what the public has voted on, said Ron Book. The public voted on slot machines, which are Las Vegas slot machines. Not bingo, not uh, poker, not uh, old maid, not uh, gin rummy, dummy. Go fish? Go fish, yeah. Go a Wanda, a fish called Wanda. The governor repeated his mantra Wednesday that gambling should be illegal in our state and said that a restricted definition. Uh, listen to that. Gambling should be illegal in our state. That's what your fat-ass governor says. So close down the lottery. Close down all the tracks right now because your fascist governor, your dictator, he's not even the governor, he's a dictator. He tells you that gambling should be illegal in our state. And a, now, unless, of course, it's church bingo. See, being a good Catholic, you don't want to restrict church bingo. And that a restricted definition of slot machines might enable him to sidestep negotiations with the state's Indian tribes and potentially kill the expansion of gambling at their casinos. This is a man who is constantly, that's his specialty, tap dancing around the law, tap dancing about what the public votes on and wants. Whether it's the class size amendment, whether it's real slot machines, whatever the, well, you people want, this freaking fat ass, he's going to find a way to get around it. And you people down there, you green-toothed old toads, man, you are a disgrace. All you do is put Dade County on right at the forefront of disgrace, embarrassment, and humiliation and degradation. Whether it's Los Van Van, you remember that whole episode. Whether it's sure. Ilianito, no matter what the hell it is, it's uh, always the same old tired crap. It's the Ileana Ross, the Rosanna Dana crowd, and the uh, Lincoln Diaz Bullard crowd. Same old tired crap. Never going to end. Never going to end. Seems like there's an endless supply of these people for crying out loud. How is it possible? Don't these people ever die? Not fast enough. Currently, the Miccosukee and Seminole tribes in Florida have what are known as Class 2 machines or video lottery terminals. A joke. They look and feel like many slot machines, but they use a video display rather than individual reels. The big difference, a player on a Class 2 machine is actually competing against other players, and the payouts are determined by how much money all players are putting in. In Las Vegas-style slots, known as Class 3, the player is playing against the house, which can set higher payouts at whatever level the establishment wants. Bush believes that if the parimutuels get traditional slot machines, the Indians will be entitled to them. Other forms of Class three gambling, such as blackjack, roulette, and craps, and we've got a story on that, too. They're, they're pushing for it. They're pushing real hard, the Indians. 
which I hope they don't get it because after what they did in November, screw the Indians is what I say, and all their cigarettes with the worms in them too. Bunch of phony balonies. Oh, we are, they can't have that. It's going to destroy tourism. It's going to destroy our way of life down here. Hard rock is good, and the uh, paramutuals, they're bad. Right. Man, oh, man, the sunshine state my ass. What a, what a tropical depression, man. I am so... I, I kiss the ground. I kiss the, the desk, the counter, everything. I, I, I could be in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and still feel like uh, the, the same way. Well, maybe not quite as happy. I not to be in South Florida. Not to be in... A, in, in I was... What? Coeur d'Alene's great. Well, you've been there. I have not. Right, I've right driven through banks, Idaho. Lake Ponderay, beautiful area. Yeah. Country, I saw nice Mr. Potato Head there. Loose slots. 484. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the kind we're talking about. <laughs> oh, only 484 here. votes. Look at that. We're not it's right to 11 o'clock, and we almost got 500 votes on there already. How do you like that? Because we got an early start, man. We got the early bird voting. You are listening to Neil Rogers. On 560. QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Hello, I'm Mary Cheney, Dick Cheney's gay lesbian daughter, and the most famous lesbian since Eleanor Roosevelt. Or as Alan Gaze will tell you, a simple heathen like his daughter. <laughs> I'm here to tell you about diesel power, an alternative energy source to help decrease our dependency on Middle East oil. So China can buy and keep Walmart prices low. <laughs> this is a new source of energy that could be developed by recycling used cooking oil in Greece. So, <clears throat> save any used oil you have around the house. Baby oil, KY Lubricants, or my personal favorite, the oil from a tuna can. <clears throat> Do your part, for the word is terrorism. For as our fearless and almighty leader would say, tourism, buy U.S. savings bonds, and donate your appliances and rubber boots. Thank you. And I'm, and I'm Dick Cheney, and I'm issuing a directive to whoever it is that's a dis- decent advertisement shot. <laughs> I'm dying out of here. 1102 at 560. WQM, happy Thursday to you. 501 votes on the poll in that first hour. That's pretty impressive. Even though we would admit that, right? Impressive. That, of course, is with our head start, our early bird voting. The biggest problem with Dade County is it's a banana republic, 173. Nobody speaking English, 116. Too many old right-wing Cubans, 92. No question about that. Incredibly. The traffic, 53. You see the big drop-off from that first three to the uh, next one? Mm-hmm. The politicians, 27. The non-Hispanics don't vote, 23, which, of course, that ought to be, like, uh, right near the top or maybe even at the top. Nothing. Data is great. Nine. <laughs> Nine people say nothing's wrong with Dade County. No problems. It's great. And the Miami Herald's only got eight. Rhymes with great. That's because probably most of those people don't read that fish wrapper. And quite frankly, a good choice. Oh, look at that. First ever marijuana regulation bill introduced. In a historic first, Vermont State Representative Winston Dowland of Derby Line, Vermont, has introduced a bill to end marijuana prohibition in his state and replace it with a system of regulation. You know, since Ben and Jerry's came out, Vermont is really like, uh, and isn't that the home of Howard Dean? Last time I checked? Is it? Uh, a system of regulation. H390, co-sponsored by Representative David Dean, another Democrat from uh, Westminster, uh, is the first such bill ever introduced by state legislators. This is the beginning of a much-needed debate, not just in Vermont, but throughout the nation, said Neil Levine, director of the State Policies for the Marijuana Policy Project in Washington, D.C. We applaud Representative Dallin for having the balls to say something that most politicians have been afraid to acknowledge. Marijuana prohibition is just as complete a failure as prohi- prohibition of booze was in the 1920s. <laughs> Amen! But that ain't going to happen in America, not in uh, this uh, climate that we live in right now. No. In this repressive, goose-stepping climate in which you live. Zion America, as they say in Poland. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Did you hear... WQAM, hello. 
WQAM, hello. You with me? QAM. I got oh, answer my radio. I'm sorry. Is that cat a male or a female with two heads? WQAM, hello. Five six seven oh five sixty. This is a great star. Let's see how many was that. That was like oh for four. Not too good. Not too good. Even Salminio in Little League batted better than that. WQAM, hello. Mr. Neal. Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. If I may make a couple of comments on uh, Governor Slingblade. Yeah, Governor Fatass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of them regarding the uh, the, uh, the uh, slot machines, and some of them just regarding education. Regarding education, uh, this guy changes the vote every time somebody votes for something. Reason number one here is his new proposal is to offer teachers a two thousand dollar bonus a year if they decide to turn their back on the classroom size amendment. So instead of that's dealing with blackmail. the issue at hand... What that's called is blackmail. Exactly. Instead of dealing with the issue at hand, which the people voted for enthusiastically, mm-hmm. his idea to straighten it up is to offer a $2,000 bonus to teachers to take on an additional 8 to 12 students per classroom. Sure. What's not to like about that? That's 40 bucks a week. This My guy God. is a piece of garbage. Just imagine a, all the lotto, lottery tickets you can buy for 40 bucks a week. A piece of garbage. Amen. And let me also say how, real quick. How this man got reelected is got, as stupid as the electorate is in Florida. How this man got reelected has got to be one of the most incredible mysteries of all time. One of the things that also did not come out, by the way, is the way that he tried at the last moment to sway voters in Broward was to say that if Broward passes the slot machine amendment, that he was going to take the share, a, a fair share of that money, and direct it toward um, uh, vouchers for private school. Oh, that's great. So this this guy mm-hmm. has got his own agenda, no matter what the vote along, is. That's, all. He's, that, that's what a dictator does. He just makes it up as he goes along. He can't run his own family. How in the hell can anybody trust this jack-off to run the state? But I guess he's gotten some good stuff for Noello. He's garbage. Have a great day, pally. Maybe that garbage truck that picked up James Woods in Once Upon a Time in America could pick up our fat-ass governor. Although I don't know if he could squeeze his ass in there, you know. We could be a lot of a lot of stuff flying out of that garbage truck. WQAM, hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Uh, question. I'm really confused about this vote, the way the vote went. Uh-huh. Normally in a... Uh, in a general, republic. Yeah, right. In a, in a general election, all votes are counted... I'm, I'm confusing myself. Counted uh, equally, not county by county. Now, why yeah. would why would this vote a county? Uh, because that's that's what the measure was that was on the ballot in November, just just to allow Dade and Broward to have uh, the pair mutuals. Right. That, that, why weren't Dade and Broward votes counted equally instead of you know Dade votes being you know counted here because the pair mutuals? No, 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 no. Because each county had its own election, even though they were on the same day. They could have had them on different days, but I mean they just had it on the same day to simplify. It. But they they were two separate elections. Ah. One in Dayton, one in... Well, um, right. Well, the fact that the paramutuals span both counties, doesn't that count for something? Well, yeah, but, but regardless of that, the paramutuals that are in Dade County, they had to abide by the result of the Dade election, unfortunately, and the ones in Broward, that was uh, their deal. Two separate deals. So, in other words, we, we screwed that up, too. Right. Well, well what do you mean? I, I don't know how you could lump them both in there together. The idea was to have county, let the voters in each county have control over their own choice, which is what people supposedly wanted for years. Okay. Gotcha. That's what we passed in November. All right. Thanks. Thanks. That's what they passed overwhelmingly in November in South Florida, by the way, but uh, nevertheless. Here's Bob in Fort Lauderdale, Faxon says, It seems to me that Jebediah uh, doesn't understand about the will of the people. Oh, come on, Bob, come on. Will of the people, my ass. Forget about it. You're talking about a dictator. Look at his brother. Look at the whole family, man. These are a bunch of crooks. These are a bunch of Nazis. 
grandpa was doing business with the Nazis. They never met a Nazi they didn't like. These are people doing business with Bandar Bush, with the whole Saudi world family. Who are you kidding, man? And by the way, thank you for those low gas prices, Mr. President. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for raping the American public and doing away with those bankruptcy laws. And thanks for the uh, new budget that screws the middle and lower class and more tax cuts for the rich. Thank you so much for the great way you're treating the veterans, too, and all those thousands of soldiers that you're sending over there to be slaughtered who come home and can't get their benefits. Thank you so much, Mr. Presidente Dictator. P.S. Let him take his worthless uh, cat test and shove it where the uh, sun don't shine also. <laughs> it's F-cat. Maybe it's a two-headed F-cat, you think? Yeah, I think we got a two-headed Bush. I think it's the same monster. And keep in mind, by the way, that your governor, Jeb Bush, even though the media doesn't want to tell you about it, he's a very prominent member of PNAC, the Project for a New American Century, a real Nazi organization, if there ever was one, who are redrawing the map of the world and deciding. You know what this is like? This is like the non-group at the Herald, where they sit around and have those meetings, you know, behind closed doors, those supposedly secret meetings, and they decide what's good for you and what's good for me and what's good for South Florida, and then they go, uh, you know, go about their way of trying to like uh, brainwash the public and propagandize to get their way. Whoever elected anybody at the frickin' Miami Herald to decide what's good for South Florida, huh? You losers, you, you quizlings, you fairy, Elva Chapman. I, I just love that one. There's so much. When I saw that scene again the other day, Al Pacino is just ranting and raving. You fairy. It's just so beautiful. The cop wants to talk to him, and he leans out from the phone. Are you talking to me? In fact, you know something? The way that they're all talking to a Kevin Spacey in there is the way I would love to come back and talk to Greg Reed if he ever comes back from his endless vacation. I would just like to stand there and just spew all of that. I would love it. We'll put it on it would give me sexual excitement to do it. You fairy. WQAM, hello. I need a job. Yeah, good. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Yes. Great show, man. Love you. I want to know what you think about something. Uh, the Senate killed uh, the minimum wage thing. I'm sure you know about yes, that. Yes, I and just it, mentioned that. that. And then in the same fell swoop, the, besides the minimum wage, now you can't go bankrupt either. Right. So you can't go bankrupt, and you can't get any more minimum wage, but at the yeah. same time... You better go Senator, step in the line, mister. You're starting to ask some real uh, nasty questions. Yeah, I know. Take this I'm going to get this your door about out. And then they give themselves raises right. and keep the drug companies from getting sued. Right. So why don't we and by the way, speaking of the drug companies, isn't it nice that the FDA suddenly had a change of heart after they were uh, begged and pleaded with by Merck and Eli Lilly and Pfizer and all these other grave robbers? Oh, well, maybe Vioxx isn't so bad, and maybe Celebrex isn't so bad, and let's put all of these uh, things, because they still got a whole crap load of them to try to sell now to peddle, and they got to get their money out of it. So we'll say, oh, you can still put it on the market. We'll just warn you that it might be, it might kill you. What a pile of crap. The no. FDA, my ass. Exactly. In fact, I think that's what the A stands for in FDA. Well, I was going to say the F and the D might stand for some yeah, other Yeah, I know what thing. that stands for, too, right? <laughs> F and dumbass. <laughs> You're on the money as usual, my man. Right. I'm on the money, all right. Hey, uh, uh, my there's, there's, we're, we're more and more like the Matrix every day, I swear. I'm just yeah. a copper top. Isn't it amazing that uh, just then the public sits back like that? You talk about people who are easy to manipulate. It's just uh, e even the Germans weren't this easy, you know? Well, I mean, you know, it makes me think about, you know, the skinhead stuff. And I'm going, hey, you know what? Maybe I should be a Jewish skinhead. There you go. I'm working on it. That's what, that's what I am now, man. They have you know, that. what are we doing here? We're going to have everyone after us. i got to hang up before they come after They're me. They're coming to you. When you hear the knock on the door, man, I'd hide out of the bed. Watch out for that two-headed cat under there. Well, maybe maybe uh, they'll get it'll get its heads together. 
Thank you, Mr. person. Martha, you are going to be one terrific, super, tremendous apprentice host. Thank you, Donald. I can't wait to say you're fired. Easy, lady. Those two words are trademarked. But I've taken the liberty of writing down some alternate catchphrases for you. Here, read the first one. Oh, all right. <clears throat> this is a tough one. You've just been sold for a pack of cigarettes. Uh, I don't like that one, Donald. Too bad. That's one of my favorites. Read the next one. Okay. You're going up to the suite, and you're going down to solitary confinement. Uh, I'm not sure. I thought it was pure gold. Next one. I have inside information. You're out of here. Beautiful. Next. I wouldn't hire you to work at Kmart? Nice product placement. It's shower time, and you just dropped the soap. Everyone's a winner. Donald, I'm not saying any of these. You drive a hard bargain, Martha. Tell you what, I'll have Carolyn and George and Bill and Kelly come up with some new ones. That would be a good thing. No, no, anything but that stupid catchphrase. Say it one more time, you're fired. 11-19, boy, does he get on my nerves or what? In fact, even more so than her because she's like, uh, you know, like non-existent in my world. Okay. But he just uh, really aggravates the living crap out mm -hmm. of me. Can I say that? No. Oh. Tribes to push for full range of casino gambling. Tuesday's vote approving slot machines gives these... Now, we had a call on this the other day, and I didn't want the guy to confuse the whole issue because he went through this whole convoluted thing about it might... Uh, the courts will have to decide this, but nevertheless. Tuesday's uh, vote gives the Seminole and Miccosukee tribes unwelcome competition, but it also gives them leverage in their push to bring back not just slot machines, but craps, blackjack, and other Vegas-style gambling to their Florida casinos. Federal regulators said yesterday the state must now negotiate in good faith with the tribes on a gaming agreement called a compact that would allow expanded gambling in exchange for a chunk of the profits. If Florida doesn't negotiate fairly, the Secretary of the Interior could ultimately give approval for it anyway, said Sean Panasonu, spokesman for the National Indian Gaming Commission. Such a move is unprecedented, he said, since states usually reach agreements. But, of course, that's not Florida. It's still early, but the NIGC thinks that this greatly strengthens the tribe's position that the state must negotiate a compact, Pensano said. If the class of gaming is available in the state, then the tribe should be able to offer that class of gaming. The tribes and federal government must wait to see how the state legislature crafts the new law. The federal government defines Class Three games as having odds that remain constant, including craps, blackjack, roulette, and traditional slot machines. That's one of the open items Governor Jeb Bush said yesterday. There's nothing in the initiatives that said we have to have Class Three slots. See, that's another reason he doesn't want to let the Class Three in, because then it opens up the other stuff, too. And you know what they say? Gambling is evil. The evildoers gamble. That's what the Bible says somewhere. We haven't found it yet, but it says it's evil. Unless, of course, it's church bingo. Right. Five, look at that phone, man. Are these people, you see, this, this is what really, uh, I don't know why I'm surprised. I'm, I'm not. They can do anything to you people, mm -hmm. no matter what it is that you do. And you just said, you know, I'm the one that sits here and gets all whipped up into a frenzy, and I'm not even there. What the hell do I give a crap, huh? What do I give a craps? Who the hell cares? Yeah, but you're forgetting. Lethargic, yeah, 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 yeah. indifferent, sit on your ass, and then don't complain about it to me anymore, okay? If they wind up uh, having uh, playing old maid instead of a real slot machine, don't play, don't uh, complain to me. Especially you losers in Dade County all sat on your ass on Tuesday. Oh, it's raining a little bit, and uh, we really don't care, and we're not going to go. Yeah, then, too bad. Your mama. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'm fired up about this gambling thing. I just well, fired up and emailed the fat-ass governor here. Yeah. You know, they tell this is a family place. I brought my kids on a beach place, a family atmosphere. And you know what happened? I got harassed by drunk. Yeah. 
Okay, so we went to the Seminole Hard Rock, stayed there till one o'clock, had a great time, mm-hmm. spent about three hundred bucks. And you mean you escaped all the crime going? there? Uh, it's uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really okay. is. Okay, well, got on one piece. His bingo machine, he should bend over and then... Okay, exactly. Welcome. That's what he's talking about, the fat-ass governor. Well, it's a big target anyway. There, There is just this neurotic, this sick, this twisted obsession with him in that state. I have no idea what it's all about, why he's popular. I, I just don't get it. What is it that he's done? Well, he had devious plans. Yeah, that's exactly right. And in spite of that, he wins. He doesn't just win, he wins in a landslide. I have a feeling that they were uh, scared crapless of Janet Reno. I, I could be wrong. I think I think they were the ones that got Bill McBride in there, just just like the uh, Carl Rove crowd were the ones that got uh, John Kerry in there instead of and got Howard Dean out of there real quick. They I don't think scared Janet would have had a chance. What do you mean by that? Not that the other. She got a lot of votes in the Cuban community. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. From all those uh, <laughs> alienitos. Right. Alienistas. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm sitting here and Dave pissed off as usual. Yeah, that's what uh, it does to you. Yeah, I think I'm going to Broward, and the next step is Canada. And, uh, George, you're a faggot. WQ, one of your people. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Here's one good one for you. The mayor of Hollywood, I think it's Mayor Galanti. Yeah. She was talking against casinos because it would bring crime and it would bring more money for public services. But then she turned around, and when they opened up the Indian Hard Rock Casino, she was all, oh, oh, and she was there cutting ribbons and doing all these wonderful things. I wonder how many sacks of cash she's got hiding under a uh, table somewhere that big. Well, it's no different than downtown Hollywood that's getting built up, and one of the builders and developers happens to be her son-in-law. Uh-huh. Have a great day. Life is a beach, baby. Don't forget it. <laughs> Five, six, seven. I mean, it's just gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Those are the mm-hmm. people running South Florida, running it into the ground. Oh, we made it what it is today. Any group of people that would say that. Boy, I'd run for the hills after saying that. Anybody wants to take credit? For the making South Florida the outdoor toilet that it is today. I mean, once upon a time it was an outdoor funeral home, but at least you know you know you knew what to expect. It was a lot more placid than what it is now. Now it's just rampant chaos, where every group is chasing the other group, uh, you know, farther and farther north. Pretty soon, most of the people that used to live in Dade County are going to be living like in uh, Fort Pierce, Buffalo, I'd say. No, not a good choice. WQAM, hello. How about fun bag? How about what? Fun bag. Crank. Oh, fun bag. Maybe he's squeezing it right now. It sounded like it. What do you mean, crank? How about fun bag? All right. WQA, hello. Yeah, speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil, how are you doing? Pretty good. All right. The Cuban people, uh, you should give a lot of credit, credit to them because they've uh, given you material throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good excuse for uh, what they're doing to Dave County, right? That's a real good uh, rationalization. And also, there's a pay report. Let me, let me say it again. That's a real good rationalization for uh, always goose-stepping to the right-wing crap, okay? And to make it an embarrassing and humiliating the county in which you live. You see, if you want to take it personal as, as an ethnic thing, then go right ahead, because that's generally the way people react anyway. Oh, what are you picking on the Cubans for? You know exactly what segment I'm picking on, and always have and always will. Those people need to be removed, man. They need to be. We need a people transplant. Those people need to be sent to South Dakota. North. Or nor who the hell cares? Get away from Tracy on the, uh, on the deal. Get them out of there. North Take them far empty. away so that they can't hock to all the people there. About, oh, Fidel, Fidel. Nobody up there is going to give a crap about Fidel, okay? And if your great leader Bush, if he was a real man, instead of going over there and making up all these stories about invading Sodom and all this other crap, instead of that kind of garbage, he'd be right down there. We'd already have a Fidel out of there. We'd have him you know, with his head in a noose. And by the way, speaking of Sodom, a former U.S. Marine who participated in capturing ousted Iraqi President Saddam Hussein said the public version of his capture was fabricated 
Ex-Sergeant Nadim Abu Rabeh of Lebanese descent was quoted in the Saudi Daily El Medina Wednesday yesterday as saying that Saddam was actually captured Friday, December 12, 2003, and not the day after it was announced by the U.S. Army. I was among the 20-man unit, including eight of Arab descent, who searched for Saddam for three days in the area of Dawar near Tikrit, and we found him in a modest home in a small village and not in a hole as announced. We captured him after fierce resistance, during which a Marine of Sudanese origin was killed, he said. He said Saddam himself fired at them with a gun from the window of a room on the second floor. Then they shouted at him in Arabic, You have to surrender. There's no point in resisting. Later on, a military production team fabricated the film of, the film of Saddam's capture in a hole, which was in fact a deserted well. Not that your government would lie to you, just like that, that stage tearing down of the statue there in Iraq. That CNN was all set up and ready to uh, film it for you. I mean, Jesus, when are you people going to wake up and sniff the daffodils and stop believing the lies? That's their specialty du jour, man. The lie of the day. The big L-I-E. Which, interestingly enough, that was the Nazi specialty, too. Yeah. 27 after 11 at 560 WQM. IRS tax problems have a way of ruining all the aspects of your life. They take a toll on you financially, physically, and emotionally, just like our sales department. You can never really forget about the IRS problems that come back every morning when you wake up in a cold sweat. Well, CPA Jimmy Buckwald and the Buckwald Tax Firm will help end your IRS problems forever and give you back peace of mind, which is why other top CPA and law firms refer their clients to the Buckwald Tax Firm when they have problems with the IRS. Why not avoid potential criminal prosecution? Get all unfiled tax returns prepared even if you lost all your records. Now, maybe, just maybe, you have an IRS lien, a wage levy, owe payroll taxes and penalties, want to settle for thousands less than you owe, need time to pay, whatever the deal, the Buckwall Tax Firm can help you out. They offer free initial consultation, affordable and guaranteed fees, and immediate relief from IRS harassment, if not sooner. And best of all, you never have to meet with the IRS either, because the Buckwall Tax Firm handles all those meetings and discussions. You don't have to go. Call them today, whether you owe 10 grand, 100 grand, a million, anything in between in IRS taxes. These are the people who can help you out, the Buckwall Tax Firm. Call 954-575-2800 today for a free no-obligation consultation or visit them on the web at irsfreedom.com. That's 954-575-2800. You're listening to Neil, Neil Rogers exclusively on 560 QAM. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. If you're a fan of the Popeil Pocket Protector, you'll love Ron Popeil's newest invention that's so good it's not available in stores. Presenting the Ronco Nerdy Spring Break Kit. Oh, well, I hadn't anticipated that Teddy goes back in alien festivity. <laughs> well, now you can, because the Ronco Nerdy Spring Break Kit comes complete with everything you see here. Sunblock with an SPF of 987, Lab Bermuda shorts, a Star Trek Voyager t-shirt, and black knee-high socks. How much would you pay for something like well, wow, that depends entirely upon fluctuating global rates of change. But don't answer yet, because if you order now, you'll also receive a giant peach umbrella and a book on quantum physics to read while hot chicks in bikinis walk right past you. Look at that dark. Uh, oh, pleased to make your acquaintance, as it were. Ew, it talked to me. So don't delay. Pick up your mom's phone and order the Ronco Nerdy Spring Break Kit while supplies last. Supplies have no chance of running out anytime soon. Just said it and uh, forget about it. 27 till noon at 560 WQM. Speaking of forget about it. Well, Howard David at 2 and uh, Mad Dog at 4. And then we got that basketball crap at uh, 630. Look at that phone, man. Are these people whipped up into a frenzy or what? Like I said, I uh, I throw in the towel. I surrender. I wave the white flag. The same one I waved to our sales department yesterday, just to do whatever the hell you want. Just cash the check, like Berkeley said. Otherwise, your hope it shows up. It's kind of hard to cash it when it doesn't show up. But uh, aside from that, 
Because this, this crowd man is just as indifferent and passive and, uh, you know, there, there's just no passion. I'll, I'll say it again. Why is it going to change? It's not, ever. Nope. We could come back 7,000 years from now. It's going to be the same as Swill. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. And this is why they run over you, man, like, like, they're, like they're driving a, uh, a, a tank, like a Mack truck, just rolling right over your limp, useless bodies. In fact, take a look at the poll. You see, they don't want to take the blame themselves. It's always somebody else's fault. 631 votes. The biggest problem with Dade County is it's a Banana Republic 215. Nobody's speaking English 148. Too many old right-wing Cubans 121. The traffic 61. The politicians 35. The non-Hispanics don't vote. Only 27. Yeah, it's their fault. Now, maybe your memory is bad, but on Tuesday, it seems to me that's only two days ago or a day and a half ago when you come right down to it. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Dade is great. 14, 2.2%. Right. And the Miami Herald only 10. They love the Herald. It's a masterful piece of swill. WQAM, hello. Yeah, you know, when uh, Jezebel Bush was running against McBride, the polls showed them at almost a dead heat. And then, mysteriously, after the election, Bush wins by this landslide. So yeah. You're not suggesting another fixed election in Florida, are you, sir? Just like the one in date on Tuesday night. Well, what's funny is that we preach to all these other countries from our high course about democracy and and how we have to have observers watching them, and we don't even have that going on over here. So now we we had a, we had international observers watching the 2004 presidential election in this last election. We had to have international observers. That's how trustworthy we are now. Well, the and other still, thing, and they still didn't get it right. They still didn't catch the Diebold to fix in Ohio. Well, you can't see what's going on inside those wires. You know, the other thing is that uh, Kerry just played rolled over and played dead for George Bush. I mean, they were both members of this uh, secret society. Uh, over there at Yale, and instead of challenging anything, I think, the guy I think just, they were doing a secret handshake behind the scenes, if you ask me. Well, I think there was a lot of palm scratching going on there. More than they're scratching, more than their palms. But that's what I'm saying. Anyway, it, it, you know and what? It's, I'm moving out of Florida here in about ten months. <laughs> yeah. And I also have 29 years at the job, so I want to wish you a, a happy anniversary. And I know exactly how it feels. 29 years will eat you up. Thanks a lot, Pally. Good luck to you. Good move. There's the guys getting out. The good people, so many of them getting out, man. When in doubt, they get the hell out. I mean, just uh, you just uh, you know, you like the sunshine and the palm trees and uh, the mosquitoes and things like that. But they're just uh, so much, man. They're just so much, just overwhelming. It just uh, just beats you down every single day, like being beaten over the head with a sledgehammer every single day, like trying to climb straight uphill. You know. WQAM, hello. Hey, yo. How are yes, you? Yes, sir. Pretty good. All right. You know, uh, I want to get on that point uh, about the, these people. You say. If the Bush tells us to jump off a cliff, they'll ask you how high and how... Like Hank said, that's a good start. It, it's ridiculous because it, they, these are the same people that have been screaming for 40 years, uh, the same thing about Fidel Fidel, and then for what I, I, I think, I, I haven't been into the politics for a long time, but this, this started going against the Democrats and the Republicans after this alien thing. Is that, does that have anything to do with it? They've been voting Republicans since the day that they got their toe wet and uh, put it on the shore. It's a, because yeah. anybody to the left of Hitler is communista, communista. Don't forget these people. There never was any democracy in Cuba. These people lived under a right-wing dictatorship under a fascist, Fulgencio Batista, who is a totally corrupt. See, the problem being, though, that the people, it's just like with Bush, the haves were doing great under Batista. The people that yeah. had the money had the uh, skills and the and the education, they were doing great. So they loved the fascism. They never yeah, met a fascist they, yeah, they, they didn't like. They know right. nothing about democracy and about freedom. And, and, these, and these, this Bush, and they keep voting against their interests, and, and they're like sheep, you know, because yeah. they, they have an R after their name. They, whatever they do is good for them. It, it's just like these, uh, these bishops and these 
these, these evangelical people that, that have these, these, uh, these crowds like sheep, you know, and, and they'll just... Well, there are a lot of people who oh. like sheep, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and, and one other, one other <laughs> point... That'd be part of it, too, when you come right down to it. <laughs> one other quick point. I, I think it, this guy is so hypocritical, this Jeff Bush, because I, I saw... Uh, remember when the Eileen Warnos, this guy was uh, just jumping at the bitch to execute her, and he turned around at the camera and, and has the face to say he's pro-life. Yeah. And, and as soon as he gets Now, he's camp, only pro-life for Terry Schiavo and the fetus huggers. That, exactly, that's when he's exactly. pro-life. Uh, we, we should lynch him. I, mean, you're I right. think we, we ought to take lynch. the tube out of Terry's nose and stick it up his... Rectum. That's what we ought to yeah. do. <laughs> All right, Big man. target, like I said. Have a great day, man. We'll see you. Hasta que mil fetus. 5670560. We're going to start broadcasting in Espanol tomorrow. No picket English here, man. Oh, no yeah. habla inglés aquí. We know where, that, where, where, where it's going. We see the handwriting on the wall. And it ain't in English, I'll tell you that. Foreign country in my ass. Yeah, Banana Republic Day in Miami Dade. That's it. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey, I'm calling. Um, I was wondering what you guys are setting up something on Andrews Avenue. We're setting up something on Andrews Avenue? What does that mean? Fort Lauderdale. Setting up what? Setting up what? <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, yeah, QAM, we're setting something up. It's going to be our Broward Studios on Andrews Avenue. Yeah. Right where Reno's used to be. Maybe the van I never can think of the, the name of that restaurant. That was a good place. They had the good joint, Reno's. Do you ever eat there? I can't recall. Oakland Park Boulevard and Andrews Avenue. I'm sure it's I, I, it's under a different ownership. We've discussed Probably that before. Not. It was good uh, hot dogs and burgers and stuff. Janet Reno's? I mean, what? Janet Reno's? No, not Janet Reno's. Not that butch. I heard they have good Hello. Hi, Neil. You know, I find the Bush hypocrisy just amazing. Not surprising, but amazing. Here's Jeb complaining about having slots in seven places while his brother runs around the country trying to get people to gamble their life savings in the stock market. Exactly. Good point. <laughs> right. And will you people please stop saying, can I speak to Neil? You've been going screaming for so long. It's unbelievable. A hundred years. A hundred oh, man. Years, at yeah. least about 30. Hey, listen, happy anniversary, and I know Thanks. you can't change the world, but you make it a little more tolerable for me well, every you know, day. Notice all the pieces of the puzzle are starting to fit together. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Have a great day, Pally. Thanks. Well, that is a good guy. See, it goes to show you, if you take about 100 yeah. calls, you get somebody that's, like, uh, fairly rational. We had a couple. Hey, by the way. Yes? By the that, way, something? That's uh, There's a van hit going on on Andrews Avenue at AAA Appliance. So right, no, 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 no. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. That call that we just had... You guys are setting something up on that. Uh, now, was that like an inside job? Or, I mean, see, no. I don't get any of these liners anymore. Well, no, that, uh, that's the rejoin I just came back with. I just didn't really listen no, to but, it. But it has no impact. Nobody listens to those. It's like that Treasure Island you know, thing. Nobody's paying any attention. With George and QAM and Bucky Brian. Nobody's paying any attention to that. When the king speaks, man, that's when they listen. That's when they open up their ears and their uh, other parts, and they listen, man. They, they absorb it. I'm not against their reading those liners. Uh, nothing could be finer than to read a snappy liner if, of course, it's a rhyme. It just rhymes. Just yeah. Didn't. Unless you have to go to South Carolina with Susan Smith, that bitch. Well, why the oh. hell is she still alive? She was on the biography the other night. Uh. Biography oh, my God. Yeah. They didn't want to kill one of their own. Well, you know something? They deserve Susan Smith, all them mugwumps in South mm. Carolina. I'll kill her. I, I think just, you know, because like Peter Marshall used to say on Hollywood Squares, turn around is fair play. I think the dark folks in South Carolina should have lynched her ass. How do you like that? Yeah, just respect After all she the made movies. up that story right. about some black guy, you know, took the kids. Uh, yeah, right. Nice artist rendering, Smith, too. You lo- and by the way, you should, ki- even though he's a mugwump and when he speaks it makes you want to barf, you should kiss the ground that, that David, that your ex-husband, man, ever even touched you, honey. He sure has got a pretty mouth. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusive. QAM.
Absolutely. that of an innocent man. You know what? The judge has just issued a bench warrant in L.A. for Michael Jackson because he was late to court. You see where he went? Where'd he go? Taken to hospital again for reported back problem. Oh, my God. Oh, kill yeah. anybody this time. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're probably going to have to clear out the whole uh, floor of the hospital so a bunch of other people who are like in emergency surgery are going to have to like be, uh, uh, you know, surgery interrupt us and uh, probably croak over there because Michael's got a bad back. I heard he was bending over backward to cooperate, especially when he saw that little kid the other day, the one he molested. Who is he kidding? Is there anybody with a brain who thinks that uh, he's innocent? No. no. Join QM and nothing could be uh, finer than to read a snappy liner. Join QM and the Real Yellow Pages from Bell South today, noon to one. That's what that caller was trying to talk about, that inarticulate caller who was like, I'm not Andrews Avenue. Uh, noon to one at AAA Appliance at 430 North Andrews Avenue in Fort Lauderdale. Stop by to win our usual crappy and embarrassing and humiliating QM prizes, but you can register to win tickets to an upcoming Marlins home game. Now, well, what does that mean, register to win tickets? What is that? Drawing, I reckon. Oh, get out of town. What are you talking okay, about? Bye. No, seriously. Register to win tickets. They have to register? Can't they even spin the veal? There's no veal. Why not? Not at the Van Hits. Uh, probably uh, Rick and Suds have got it on that veal of meat. Yeah. Well, and thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. First, we got the Michael Jackson story. He's back in the hospital again. Even the mafiosa are uh, jealous of his shenanigans and antics to avoid facing uh, the, uh, what, do they, what do they call it? Spanish Inquisition. That's it. Gas tops, $2 a gallon. Oh. Thank you, El Presidente Bush. Oh. Thank you, Mr. Dictator, oh. for that low gas prices, man, for invading Iraq and sticking up our hose to it. I paid two thirty yesterday. Yeah, that's for a premium, I'm assuming. Diesel. Oh, diesel? Yeah. Holy moly, you know Janet Reno? He knows her well. I hope you're very careful while you're sticking that hose. Triple A says soaring gasoline futures are to blame, still below record high of two oh five. But it's on the way. They said by summer it's going to be like two and a quarter to two fifty. Fifty. Oh, and you know something? I, I forgot this, this story. We had the other uh, good news from Iraq earlier today, just a whole bunch of it, pages and pages of it. Now, a suicide bomber blew himself up inside a Shiite mosque during a funeral today in the northern city of Mosul, killing at least 30 people. About 30, man. Witnesses and hospital officials be saying hours after gunmen killed two district police chiefs in Baghdad. Things are going swimmingly well. And, hello, what is this? George's buddy Andre in Westchester, is this something I really care about? How about know. the voting machines? 80% of all votes in America are counted by only two companies, Diebold and ESNS. There's no federal agency with regulatory authority or oversight of the U.S. voting machine industry. The vice president of Diebold and the president of ESNS are brothers. The chairman CEO of Diebold is a major Bush campaign organizer and donor who wrote in 2003 that he was committed to helping Ohio deliver its electoral votes to the president. A Republican Senator Chuck Hagel used to be chairman of ESNS. He became senator based on votes counted by ESNS machines. Chuck Hagel, long connected with the Bush family, was recently caught lying about his ownership of ESNS by the Senate Ethics Committee. 
He was uh, on a short list of Bush's vice presidential candidates. ESNS is the largest voting man, uh, machine manufacturer in the U.S. and counts almost 60% of U.S. votes. Diebold's touchscreen voting machine, I mean, we know all of this. Diebold's uh, touchscreen machines have no paper trail. There's no way to verify that the data coming out of the machine is the same as what was put in by voters. Diebold employed five convicted felons as consultants and developers to help write the central compiler computer code that counted 50% of the votes in 30 states. About 30, all right. Nevertheless, you don't think our country would like fix elections and lie to us, do you? No way. America. Now, speaking of 50 Cent, I, I'm, this is my goal now. I have another 50 Cent story on here every day. So you better be, uh, get right. busy. We'll have to shoot up a whole bunch more rappers, okay? Way to be hit, Pop. Rappers 50 Cent in the game made nice yesterday during an appearance at a renowned Harlem charity, signaling a thaw in their headline-grabbing feud. We're here to show that people can rise above even the most difficult of circumstances, and together we can put negativity behind us, said 50 Cent, whose name, of course, is Curtis Jackson. I'm almost ashamed to have participated in the thing that went on the last couple of weeks, said the game, whose name is J.C. On Taylor, referring to last week's shooting outside Hot 97. I heard a member of his posse. I'm here and I'm apologetic, he said. Uh, is that apologetic or apoplectic? His posse. His is brother. that the posse comitatus? The pair also announced a mutual beef, not giving back to the community. The rappers held up oversized cardboard checks. Fitty Cent, who grew up in Jamaica, Queens, not Jamaica, that is in the island, Mon. Jamaica, Queens, donated, that's the wrong island, donated 150000 to the Harlem Boys Choir, while the game of Compton, California, gave hundred and three grand to the Compton Unified School District Music Program. Oh, I'm sure he knows a lot about music, the game. Outside and inside the auditorium, dozens of city police officers and private security guards kept a watchful eye. Cruz follows last week's shooting outside Hot 97 in Greenwich Village. Police said a member of the game's posse was shot three times outside the studio after a confrontation over a 50 cents decision to kick the game out of his entourage, G-Unit. The rappers themselves were not involved in the melee. The rappers' juice also came as 50 cents' new album, The Massacre, released days after the shooting sold an estimated million copies this week. I think it's fantastic for that part of American culture that really embraces this kind of low-life, violent... Uh, aberrant uh, mentality. I think it's fantastic that they got their own music, you know? Yeah, well, everyone else. 682 is. votes on the poll. The, the biggest problem, now what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, this is very embarrassing for Mesereau. He is a lawyer with an impeccable reputation. You know, when you have a client out on bail, you are essentially, as the lawyer, vouching for the fact that he will appear Absolutely. every day. Yeah, the fact that he issued a bench warrant, wouldn't that be great if they threw his ass in a slammer? Oh, and arrest him? oh yeah, they don't oh, like those pedophiles on the inside, man, I'll tell you that. In fact, remember Father Gagan? I wonder how he's doing, Father Gay. Gun. 682 votes on the poll. It's creeping along. The biggest problem in Dade, with Dade County is it's a banana republic, 227. Nobody's speaking English, 162. Oh, I saw a great bumper sticker the other day. I don't know what state it was from. Maybe actually it was an Ontario plate, but it had all kinds of bumper stickers slapped all over it. It said, Welcome to America, now speak English. No? Yeah, now, okay. as in right now. Speak it English. Anyway, nobody speaks English in date 162, which you've been hearing that forever and ever. Is it ever going to change? No, uh, you no. Know, forget about it. It's a language as a weapon, just like the French. Too many old right-wing Cubans, 134. The traffic, 63. A big drop-off from those first three that seem to be tied together, inextricably woven, whatever that means. The traffic, 63. The politicians, only 39. The non-Hispanics don't vote has got only about... About 30, man. Which, of course, is a travesty and a classic example of people refusing to take responsibility for their own inactions. Nothing. Dade is great, 14. That's a full 2% out of nearly 700 votes. 14 of them say, oh, nothing wrong with Dade. It's great. And the Miami Herald, 13. That's it. 
Carl Heisen, you sellout, you phony, you lying sack of crap. You are just as low as the amenities that are just scraping around the bottom at the, uh, wherever the hell you're hanging out, by the barnacles there. The manatee hugger, Carl Hyacin. You ever see him and Dave Berry together? And Tom Fiedler? Same person. Who? Different trench coat. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of the gas prices, I got a question. Why is diesel higher than even super? Diesel's always higher because it uh, takes, uh, who, who knows? It's the least it? refined. It's the, to, it's the least refined and easiest to produce. Well, go ask uh, the uh, people at Amico, man. How they can get it? it. That's why. Because yeah, they'll, they'll get whatever they can. They'll squeeze it out of you, man. I drive a truck, and I've got to call, charge my customers that's money why. now. That's and, why. you know, everybody said that everything you touch was once on a truck, so it's going to ruin the economy, I think. Well, I'm telling you, man, those diesel bikes are going to kill us before they're done. Rosie, Janet, mm-hmm. Ellen, 567 oh, 560 Pound, and now, Kirstie Alley, what's her story? Please don't tell me she's another she's fat duck. Huh? Well, I don't, well we don't know. We don't care. Times, so. Well, who cares? You know, how could anybody find it anyway? Uh, a lot of WQAM, power. hello. You know, yes, sir. Hey, I was reading that article, the one you, um, where they were comparing um, what happened in Germany or whatever and um, what's going on in America today. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the very end there, because I missed it when you were talking about it, when he says you can see the W morph into a swastika and just put a shutter down your spine just reading all that and what's going mm-hmm. on. It's just, it should be, there should be somebody out there who could morph that and put it on your website. Yeah. All you got to do is cross the W, make the V's W's, or I'm sorry, make them two V's and... Yeah, it's, pretty, right. it's pretty easy, right. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I bet it'll be um, pretty interesting to see that, but it just sort of shuttered down my spine. Can I make a suggestion? Yes, sir. I know you were talking about the Cubans and they blah, blah, blah. The Cubans! The Cubans! The Cubans, yes. the Cubans. Who is the biggest sellout to their people? Like right now, you know, you got the, the some of these gays. Like twenty five percent voted for Bush, and then right. the Catholics voted for Bush, and then even the Jews, twenty five percent of the Jews right. voted for Bush. And you know, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was thinking about that as a poll just the other day, just yesterday. So there must be a second connection there. I was thinking about, I'll, I'll, you know, it's a tough choice. But the right wing Jews, the right wing gays, the right wing uh, blacks. It's uh, you know, you got your Alan Keys. And you got David Frum and a bunch of other self-hating right-wing Jews. Right. And you got, uh, uh, who do we leave out? And, of course, uh, Miss Fudge and uh, all of those other self-hating fags. Jeff Gannon, Gucker at this crowd. Right. I got a friend of mine who's Catholic. Maybe we'll, do that. maybe we'll do that poll tomorrow. I got a friend of mine who's Catholic. Yeah. And he, 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 you know, I try to tell him, you know, there's a lot of Protestants and Bible suffers who will never vote for a Catholic. And he's like, oh, no, 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 don't vote for him. And then he goes up to this, um like Georgia and North Carolina goes, what's wrong with those people up there? And I said, those are your people. Those are the people who voted for Bush. That's right. That's and they'll never vote for a New Englander or a North, you know, Northern state or for, for well, a president, especially right. Catholic. Kerry, Kerry might even hang out with a couple of Jews for crying out loud, so you better be careful. Okay. Good luck to us, Pally. Take care. Okay, Asta K. your meters. It's 1158 at QAM. You're listening to Neil Rogers. On 560 QAM. Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. All right. Remember the Iraqi celebrations as they voted for the first time January 30th? Remember those images? Voters holding their index fingers high, purple ink on the fingertips, proving they had voted. Well, now you too can feel the pride, courage, and excitement they felt with Crayola's new fingertip coloring kit. Hey, look, my fingertip is purple, and I feel so proud and courageous. Each kit comes completely. 
complete with a vial of purple ink and easy-to-follow instructions. Wow, you've got a purple fingertip, too. You must be proud, courageous, and excited. Yeah, I am. Hey, and your fingertip is, is brown. Uh, yeah. Always get the two-ply. Crayola's new fingertip coloring kit. Hey, and your fingertip is, is green? Uh, yeah, I'm Paris Hilton's boyfriend. Just $19.95 in the arts and crafts section of your favorite department store. Combo 2 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Thursday to you. We got uh, till 1235 for Michael Jackson to show up in court. That's 935 Pacific time. Or he's going to get his ass arrested. Ooh, yeah. And it says uh, Jackson posted uh, $3 million bail. Would lose the money if he's arrested. But he's on his way right now. In spite of his bad back problem, it right. says he's on his way now. And I bet you it's in a white Ford Bronco. Or in a big black limo, one or the other. Take your choice. Maybe A.C. Cowling is in the uh, back seat with him, you think? <laughs> A.C.? D.C.? Michael Jackson was late for his trial today, and the California judge trying to pop superstar child molestation said he would issue a bench warrant for Jackson's arrest if he doesn't appear in court within an hour. That was at 11.35 this morning, our time, which means by 12.35, our time, which is in about 32 minutes, not to be exact. The order by Superior Court Judge Rodney Melville came, uh, whatever. The dramatic developments today came, and the dramatic developments came as the accuser in Jackson's child molestation trial was scheduled to return to the witness stand. Michael Jackson's defense attorney told a judge today that Jackson is in a hospital with a back problem, but the judge said he'll issue a bench warrant for Jackson's arrest and forfeit that $3 million bail if Jackson didn't appear in an hour, which he's now got 31 minutes and counting, okay? Put that clock on there. We got that ticker? We got Let's start ticker. counting it down, man. 31 minutes. There it is. To get his ass in here or forfeits the three million, they throw his ass in a hooskow and uh, just like Father Gagan, I might never oh, see him again. Boy, we can only pray. Wouldn't that? Oh, wouldn't that be sweet, mm-hmm. huh? Don't forget to join WQM in the Real Yellow Pages from Bell South now till one today at AAA Appliance, 430 North Andrews Avenue, Fort Lauderdale. Stop by to win prizes, register to win tickets to an upcoming Marlins home game, and see whoever's hanging out there. Who's it going to be? Is it Miguel? No. No, it's somebody. Somebody. Somebody from QAM or somebody who pretends to be from QAM. Somebody probably hijacked the van. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. Isn't this exciting now? And, and it we're is. waiting for, uh, for that limo to pull up. That... Michael, Michael, by that uh, no, not no. Right. Just uh, fry his ass. That's uh, all. Just get it over with already. Stop sweet. the crap. Did you see that one demonstrator outside the courtroom the other day? Michael, my screaming and oh, this is Michael. Oh brother, some simpleton, some fining idiot. Of course. WQAM, <laughs> not there. I'll be damned. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, it's funny you're talking about this. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, I lived in Broward for like 22 years, and I moved over to the West Coast. And um, I'm over here in a little business, but this morning before I left, I heard it on the news. And it surprised me to say that no one's in Broward really upset about what, uh, you know, Bush is doing. No, they don't but, care. They don't take any kind of crap. That, you know something? That's why they get away with it, because they know the people are as passive as Jello. Yesterday, there was two cases I heard on the news in Tampa of two guys with a road rage cutting people off into ditches. And they said the incident started because they had Jeff Bush for governor sticker in their window, and the people got upset about it and started arguing with them on the highway. And, you know, the one guy cut the Jeff Bush guy into the ditch. There's two different cases yesterday. I mean, they're more upset about it in Tampa than they are in Broward, and they have nothing to do with it. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, listen. You need to stop taking over those old right-wing people down in Cuba. And down in Cuba down in Cuba, yeah, a little Cuba, right. They feel like they're at home now because either they used to be run by a dictator, and now they got one back again. So yeah, that's happen. exactly correct, too. They never met a fascist they didn't like, and have a great day. You got your thumb right on it. 
Five six seven oh five. You know something? Uh, like I started to say before, and I, as usual, rudely interrupted myself with that uh, fine Alina. Um, what's you know? Well, there's nothing I'm going to do about it. Right. Just just uh, you know, take the crap and sit back and enjoy it. You know, like a rape case. Just sit back and enjoy it and smile and pretend you're having a good time. Play, That's all. Yeah, play back and think of England. Because they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do to you. It's the most passive place. Like, uh, Jello would be an under. In fact, Bill Cosby is probably upset about that. That's an insult to the Jello lovers. <laughs> like maybe tapioca pudding. You know, just, just limp. Really sad. Twenty-nine years and nine days of this, trying to like wake the dead, trying to like uh, squeeze blood out of a turnip. Just can't do it, man. Like trying to squeeze water out of a bowling ball. Not kind of tough. Can't do it. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. Cool. Hey, long time, uh, first time. Okay. Hey, can I switch gears a second? Um, first of all, I'm, I'm not on line nine, am I? No. How is that determined, by the way, anyway? If somebody calls in, how do you it's get just, on? It's just line nine is the long-distance line. It's a different number. Oh, because you make fun of people. Anyway. No, because it's, uh, most of the people that call line nine deserve it. Oh, okay. Hey, you know what? I'm from down here a long time now. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm so weak now. I can't get myself out of here. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Chuck Zink. I've, over, the years, the long, over the years, I've heard you speak of Chuck Zink. Yeah, well, I was the guy that had to retrieve his teeth from that glass at Tropical Acres one time, and it was embarrassing. Ew, that's gross. Yeah, it was. Anyway, you know, I, he had There's a like show. spinach in him. Oh. He had a show in Miami, like in the morning, supposed to yeah. be half an hour. I don't uh-huh. know if you know the show. Well, my cousin and I, we were on that show when we were little kids, like six wow. years Wow, I'll be damned. Well, you know what? He used to do a spot for Velda Farms. Yeah. And he would eat the uh, vanilla ice cream. I know you don't like vanilla ice cream, but... You know, little kids like all kinds of ice cream. Yeah, because little kids have no no clue, right? They're tasteless. And my cousin, he was he was kind of fat, uh-huh. and he was hungry, and we wanted some ice cream. And this is true, I swear. And we, I had asked him if we could have ice cream. Yeah. And he said there wasn't enough, but he was sitting there eating it. Right. With that guy Scrubby, I think his name was Scrubby. He used to play the organ, his organ, whatever. Well, no, he used to play his organ. Well, I think that's the end of that call. Five, six, seven. We don't want wow. to be picking on poor Skipper up, Chuck. Can you believe good that? We God. like Skipper Chuck on his show. He's a good guy. He's 110 years old. He's, you know, doing cemetery village spots and colostomy bag spots and things like that. And so we did find his uh, teeth in a hey, glass one. You know, that was a good show. Screw these punks in the little peanut yeah. gallery that they yeah, had go, there. Go have your parents that buy your own ice cream, okay? for the stars, like right. Skipper Quick free loading from Skipper Upchuck, okay? When you're a star right. in broadcasting, as we well know, we're the guys that get the free food. You go buy your and own, if okay? And was already fat, then the Skipper Chuck uh, Exactly, saved probably saved his life, fat tub of crap. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, the knowledgeable one. Listen, can you uh, maybe help me out? Whatever yeah. happened to this Alaska, Alaska, Alaska pipeline... Where we were never going to have to depend on foreign oil. Oh, come on, cut the grill. If you call up Randy Rhodes, okay, call up Al Franken and Catherine Lamper, okay, with the Alaska Pipeline. I don't want to, it's boring, okay? Boring. The Alaska Pipeline's got nothing to do with the Saudi royal family. Don't you understand, man? When are you going to finally open up your eyes and see what's going on around you, man? When are you going to sniff the daffodils and the pansies and the lilacs, for Christ's sakes? It's rape, is what it is. The rape of the consumer. And we keep being told, oh, but what a bargain is in Europe. It's like four bucks a gallon in most places, and you're only paying two bucks. It's a real bargain. Right. 
I would love to know what Bandar Bush and George W. were talking about on the balcony there at the White House the day following 9-11. On 9-12, as uh, they were walking around with glasses of wine and Bandar Bush was smoking his big fat stogie. I would love to have been a fly in the wall hearing that conversation. Wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah, I got an idea. Yeah, I sure do as well. Because all of the shenanigans, all of the stuff that's going on right now, not any of it could have taken place without 9-11. Not the single slightest bit of it. From the Patriot Act to the uh, hose attack in uh, Iraq, all of this other stuff. Which, by the way, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of dead Iraqis now. And But who's counting? Not to mention the ten to 15,000 uh, wounded American soldiers, which we don't hear very much about that because it's too embarrassing. Because when they come back to this country, they get screwed and we don't care about them no more. And then if we can patch them up and get them back into at least two or three pieces, we send them back again for another Iraq attack because we, like, we're running short. All this crap about how we're going to like uh, go into Syria. Yeah, we well, should live so long we're going into Syria. We can't even handle Iraq. It's a slaughterhouse. But let's talk about the good things that are going on there. Right. right. Yeah. Look how Afghanistan is perfect after we went. There. Oh, yeah. Look at the great job that they've done mm -hmm. with the women over there. They're still walking around with right. the old burqa. free. Got free yeah, yeah, right. 731 votes. Although I will say this, a lot of Hispanics must have moved there after that war because they're all running around saying, I poppy. Yes, there are. 731 votes. The biggest problem with Dade County, speaking of aforementioned, is it's a banana freaking republic, 248. And, of course, the people who say that are... Absolutely correct, sir. And ma'am, if we have any ma'ams out there, although I don't think so. Nobody speaking English, 172. Too many old right-wing Cubans, 142. The traffic, 67. You see the huge drop-off. I mean, you're, you know, you choose traffic. It's got a lot of votes, 67. But a big drop-off from those top three that oh, are intertwined. Like they are interwoven, man. They're related. Like everybody named Gonzalez and Martinez, they're related. And Rodriguez. Don't Politicians, 41. The non-Hispanics don't vote. Only 31 votes for that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. All you people that sat on your fat ass on Tuesday in Dade County. No, it's them Cubans' fault, not us, that we sat on That we let a small handful of people, banana vote people led by our right-wing fascist fat ass governor, decide what was going to happen. As if it makes no difference to me. Ain't going to change my life. See, this is the county where the, the area, not just Dave, but they, they don't care enough to send their very best. They don't care enough to send anything, as we discovered just about every day on the show for 29 years. They don't give a crap to send anything. 31 votes, my big, fat, pimply, smelly butt. I'll bet. Nothing. Dade is great. 17. There ain't nothing wrong with it. 2%, 2.3%. And the Miami Herald, 13. 12, 13. Oh, that's an unlucky number. Be sure and tell, uh, what's his name that? Ruby Young. Okay. You know, even after all this time, some people still think it's really uh, dangerous to buy a bed over the phone. Kind of a strange deal. It's the smart way to shop. Trust me when I tell you. I've done it for years. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for Dial-A-Mattress, you'll find out that they've got the most liberal exchange policy, so there is absolutely no risk. Did you know that 1-800-MATTRESS has more repeat customers than anybody else in the industry? So once you try it, you'll never go back to a showroom again. You'll get no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands you know and trust. You know, we left off Mr. Ego from that poll yesterday. Speaking of take a risk. Uh, do over. Oh, yeah, we better do the poll. And we left Steve Kane off of there, Mr. Ego. Oh, jeez. He ought to get a vote or two. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be calling the company ranked number one in customer satisfaction, and they carry all the top brands in the mattress business, not some off names that you never heard of. They got the best, Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, Tempur-Pedic, and even Stearns and Foster Hewitt. And now, Dollar Mattress offers no payments or interest until 2006. So call them today for all the details. Even Mo, Jorge, Miguel, Fatboy, and yours truly, satisfied customers for a long time, because this is the only smart way 
to buy you a mattress right over the phone. So call them right now or log on to their website, mattress.com, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You are listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560 QAM. I looked up Heinies. Rectum. Oh, my God. Michael's on his way. Another big circus act here. SmirkingChimp.com today, okay? And plus, of course, our website yesterday. I just mentioned that in passing. Okay. Great article. Got a sum right on it. Anyway, Michael's on his way. This is uh, more melodrama, more stage BS. Go in there. Uh, that's it's typically the, the first door outside the... Uh, the He's only got 15 minutes to get there. They're going to put his ass and his nose in jail. ...to arrive. He knows that uh, if he's out here, everybody expects that Mr. Jackson will be here shortly. He must be sweating bullets right now because this is not obviously very good for him. Yeah, and you notice Tom Mesereau's hair turned white. ...for his client. And, you know, the judge has been so forgiving and understanding and, and solicitous of this jury that no uh, he doesn't want to upset them. He knows they have lives. He knows it's going to be a long trial. And, and you notice how he keeps saying knows, knows? Not for yes. himself or because he's upset about the court, but because... He doesn't want Mr. Jackson to disrespect the jury in the time that jurors are taking in order to be here every single day for this case. Judy? All right, Miguel. Uh, uh, let me That's bring Jeff Cuban quickly back in. Jeff, uh, while we wait for Michael Jackson to show up at the... Yeah, they're showing a shot outside the uh, courthouse there. Cars going by. Not the Look. one we're looking for yet. Not the white Ford Bronco. Not the black uh, Lincoln uh, limo. I see a tree. I see a big tree over there. Yeah, not a palm tree like you'd expect in California, but a big, like, hey, what is that? I don't know. It might be a ficus. Like an elm tree, it looks like to me. Piece of crap. Maybe it's a ficus tree. 
But at any rate, there's a bunch of, uh, there's at least four people out there, so obviously there's tremendous interest. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a crowd. Look at that. It's mm. almost as big as that crowd that was there to see the Sodom statue yanked down that day. While CNN just happened to be there with their cameras and Christiana Amanpour. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, you got to laugh, folks. You got to laugh. You got to take it with a uh, several grains of salt because the American public is just like that scene in Network where Faye Dunaway is talking about they've they've shot up, uh, screwed themselves limp, and all the, you know that scene I'm talking mm -hmm. about. They just don't give a flying rat's ass anymore. See, that's one thing about the right wingers. And Tuesday's election was a good example of that. You know when they did that polling about Republicans voting so heavily against the slots. Uh, they're motivated, man. See, uh, not that many were motivated because only 14% showed up. But the ones who did show up were the motivated crowd. Whereas the middle, the you know, the the independents, the uh, liberals, the progressives, the anybody to the left of uh, Tilla the Hun, uh, they're not mo highly motivated. They're like, ah, oh, come see, come saw. We're upset. We're pissed off. You know, and that's about it. Whereas the right wingers, man, they are rabid. They do it. They show up. They get on the internet. They go nuts. They go ape schmidt. And you see it all the time, as we just uh, continue losing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Sounds like a movie with John Stockwell. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, you do have to laugh, sir. The American people are, as the Daily Mirror said right after the election, 60 million people can be that stupid. Right. Um, this I sure hope we still have that on our website, by the way. Absolutely. This, this whole... Um, deal with what happened on Tuesday, and, and I'll be the first to say that it, that it amazed me. I, I'm i like Hank. I'm, I live in Aventura. I live like two seconds from Broward, and I think, um, I think I'm going to continue heading north um, yep. soon. Good move. But I, um, I saw this. I mean, it was so obvious in the last two weeks of, of the whole campaign how the two local uh, birds birdcage liners, and with all apologies to all the birds out there, um, came out doing their usual lying. Oh, yeah, they've been, doing it, they've been doing it for years. Yeah. Uh, anytime um, anything to do with casinos or slots, anything like that, the propaganda machine goes into heavy overtime. Oh, big time. Out. And I, I don't know if you saw, there was a, a short little thing on Monday, I believe, or maybe even Tuesday morning about how... Mickey Arison, in his wonderful, nice way, had donated uh, his bonus to the uh, tsunami relief and all that good stuff. I mean, it was, it, everything is so yeah. obviously oh, yeah. planned they're, out. They're up Mickey Arison's ass. There's yeah. no question about that, the Herald. Um, but, you know, I, I suspect that we'll try, they'll try it again in two years, and maybe by then um, somebody will wake up. Who knows? Uh, I hopefully mm -hmm. hope to be the hell out of here by then, so I could care less. Me too. All right, Neil. Good luck, you, I'll see you at the border. Thank you. Right, okay, let's see. Here's a guy uh, walking with a hat. I don't see. I'm looking out through that chain link fence out there outside the courthouse in L.A. I don't see any cars coming through there right now. Do you? Yeah, but that guy was walking awfully fast. I see a photographer there, a camera type person with a uh, big camera mm. on his shoulder. And I see uh, right. another uh, guy with one of those long uh, parabolic microphones. Right. And I see uh, two other uh, reporter types standing around. And then I see another tree there. Now, that's a ficus tree, ain't it? I don't know. What kind of a tree is that? You ought to know. You're a tree expert. It's a shrub. Yeah, a shrub. That's it. <laughs> yeah, a shrub, just like El Presidente. And Judy Woodruff is just killing time, man. Santa Maria, California. Got ten minutes, baby. Ten minutes and counting. Get that clock ticking down again, man. Ten minutes or else we're going to throw his ass in jail. Forfeit the three million. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred pesos and go straight to jail, Michael. Michael, with your bad back and all your other bullcrap. What a joke! 
talk about making a mockery. And, of course, this is what he's been doing, you know, just laughing at the public, laughing at the system, positive that they're going to get him off. And you know something? I'm not so sure. Because even though this family of the one kid turns out to be a real bunch of slime balls anyway, uh, the fact of the matter is that he done it. You know? Right. They, they found the magazines. They found the DNA. They found all of this other stuff. Uh, he done it. The secret room. And he's been doing it repeatedly. There's no question about it. He's a pedophile. There is no doubt. None. Zero. zippity doo da. And he's been getting away with it for years. And just like they were talking about yesterday about that Debbie Rowe crap the, the, with this blonde-haired kid, the, there isn't a chance in 10 billion that either one of those kids are his. But no. nevertheless. No, they're not. Well, maybe maybe they bleached it out of the uh, sperm, too, and not just out of his face. I wonder if that's before they put it on the brownies. We're still waiting, by the way. Um, I want to keep the audience up to date on this because they're much more concerned about Michael Jackson and that trial than they are about what's happening right in their own backyard. You know and the it. fact that your fat-ass governor just, what? I said, you know it. Just two days after the election already, your fat-ass governor said, aha, not so fast. You voted for it, but I'm not going to let you have it. You people ought to be revolting, man. And believe me, I've talked to many of you and I've met some of you, and I think you're well on your way. Revolting is the word. Just tragic. The indifference, the apathy. And you can bitch you know, all you want about them old Cubanos with the green teeth and everything with the dominoes, but every time there's an election and somebody blows that whistle, just like those, just like those uh, uh, flamingos in Hialeah, man, they're goose-stepping, man. They're marching. They're on parade to go down there and do their thing. And Kerry Meek gets on there and calls all you dark folks, and, of course, the ten white people in Dade County, uh, who knows where the hell they live. And did they turn out? No. no. How fitting. I'm still looking here, man. What was that for? Oh, oh they're, the people they're that are asleep. Yeah, everyone else. Point. They do bed. We understand through two different sources now that he's five minutes out by one account and 15 minutes out by another. Oh, 15 minutes ain't going to cut it. That would be 242. That would be seven minutes late. Throw his ass in jail. Oh, yeah. I'm salivating. And uh, would probably uh, not only get a very stern warning from this judge, but most likely uh, this judge would remand him into custody. Judy? All right. Oh, yeah. Throw Michael, Michael in the slammer, baby. Michael Jackson has asked the judge in his trial for permission to speak out about his alleged mistreatment at the hands of the Santa Barbara Police Department. It was awful. They plucked me from my warm, cozy California King bed while I was watching reruns of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. They stormed my mansion like I was Saddam Hussein. They were calling me horrible names like, Hey, you, and stop running, and sit right there. I tried to defend myself by saying, I am rubber and you are glue, and whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you, but it did not stop them. They spilled my milk all over my furry white bunny slippers and smashed my bubble-making machine to smithereens. I tried to keep them out of my secret room by throwing pixie stick dust in their eyes. But they kept coming. It was a nightmare. Why are the police allowed to treat people this way? I am an upstanding citizen who wants only to have his privacy and an occasional sleepover theme party. Who to say my guest didn't want to play the popular party game What's in My Pocket? 
That is my business, and the business of the family's defense attorney, not the police. I have bruises on my new nose and red marks on my buttocks, though that's not from the police. They shackled my wrists and shoved a bashi ball into my mouth and said, Who's bad? Actually, maybe that was a dream I had last night. Never mind. So please, please, people, you need not be ruffians or say nasty things to me. Sticks and stones may break my elephant man bones, but names, they also hurt me. Ow! 12.32, wait till we get on serious, man. We start getting 80 million calls a day from, like, all over the rest of the country, and then these people are going to be, like, blocked right out. Won't that be great? Oh, I can't wait. Anyway, we got two minutes. Jackson's got two minutes to get to court. An angry judge issued an arrest warrant for Michael Jackson today after he failed to show up for his child molestation trial on time, and his attorney announced the singer was being treated for a serious back problem. <laughs> Superior Court Judge Rodney S. Herman Melville said he would also forfeit Jackson's $3 million bail unless he appeared in court within one hour. He's got two minutes, and get that countdown going. The jury oh, wasn't but... yet in the courtroom when the judge entered. Jackson's lawyer, Thomas Messero Jr., is here's getting whiter by the minute, said, Mr. Jackson's at Cottage Hospital in Santa Inez with a serious back problem, but he does plan to come in. The judge, obviously angry, P.O.'d and fired up, declared, I'm issuing a warrant for his arrest. I'm forfeiting his bail. I will hold the order for one hour, meaning 12.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Messero, whose request that the judge talk to Jackson's doctor on the phone was turned down, said a short time later that he's on the way. All of a sudden, he had his, his back snapped right back in a, in a place wow. like magic. <laughs> Hospital spokeswoman Janet O'Neill said he left Santa Inez Valley College Hospital at 8.45 a.m. That's 11.45 our time. It's about a 35-mile drive from the hospital to court. O'Neill had no comment on his condition. Messero had been observed, and he is again. So look at that. Looking at his watch. Reading the documents. This is great. charges. I, I have been less impressed by the strength of the case than, than, I, than I thought I would be. But there's also one legal issue on the horizon that really will have a big impact on the resolution of the case. They're out there on the you know, sidewalk As many looking people and waiting, know, Michael Jackson praying. Um, was accused in a civil lawsuit in 1993 of similar sexual misconduct with, with a boy um, in, in an entirely separate matter. The judge oh has not God. yet decided whether he will allow evidence of this prior. Well, guess what? It's 12:35, and they're still looking. There's Tom Ezra and uh, yeah, yeah, no, he missed the deadline. What? Let's see if, uh, if the yeah, let's see if the judge has got the cones to stick with it. stick to it in this. You go, judge. I don't see no limo. I don't no. see no white Ford Bronco. There's that guy with the goofy hat again and the blue shirt and the cell phone. Of course, everybody knows got a cell phone. He's got a walkie-talkie. Even, even the chimp on Passion has got a cell phone. Precious. I don't. Uh, they're still standing out there on the sidewalk yeah. out in front of the courthouse, and here comes some bald-headed geek. I don't know who the hell this guy is. I don't know. Let's see the cops. And they're still just standing there, looking and looking and waiting and hoping and praying, and they're peeing uh, in their pants and they're sorting their undies. And it's twelve thirty-six almost, and uh, it's already a Jackson misses de de judge's deadline. Bench warrant takes effect. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! He better watch his ass in there. I'll tell you that right now. He's in big trouble if you ask me. If they put him in there, don't you think? They're, they're going to have to put him in solitary. The excuse will be, oh, he's a big celebrity. And, you know, Whatever. Right. They're not going to put him in with the general way. population. Not yet. All those hardened murderers and criminals. And well, they don't have that, like... That song, Smooth Criminal. Yeah, there you go. 
what happens, whether or not uh, they remand him into custody immediately. Uh, our, our pool source here is also saying five minutes, which probably comes from uh, deputies or Santa Maria police as well. So within five minutes, Too late. Jackson will be here. Too late. It will be very interesting to see what the deputies do when he gets here. Uh, and then certainly once he gets into court, what... Now, that's interesting because when he does get there, if there's a warrant for his arrest, then they handcuff him and they drag his ass inside, right? Right. That would be sweet. Well, what, isn't, wouldn't, that, wouldn't you think that's what's going to happen? I mean, should happen? That's what should happen. Somebody, I just saw somebody running like crazy, We're but ahead, it's right a false again. alarm. They probably got the runs, too. I was told earlier that helicopters were on the way up from uh, Los Angeles. I don't think our Santa Barbara stations or affiliates have helicopters. Maybe a couple of them do. Uh, but it's sometimes difficult to pick up his. If they don't know where he is, it's difficult to pick up where his uh, motorcade is uh, because it is long stretches of. See, at least O.J. with the White Ford Bronco, he knew how to do it right. You know, they could track him all the way up and down the freeway. This, this is crap. We ought to be tracking that limo right now, wouldn't you think? It's hard to tell one yeah, from the other. Oh, and have you noticed that? Have you ever noticed the bodyguards? Nobody talks about it anymore, about the Nation of Islam and all these big black bodyguards he's got now. Right. That's uh, also, uh, the media has just uh, quieted that up for some bizarre reason. There was all that controversy about were they or weren't well, they. Were they motorcade? Uh-oh. Not making his oh, life here's, any here's easier police. by, uh, by this partiness. And we can, it's an SUV we can is what it is. You can't come in an SUV. From the various fans who have gathered here, uh, Mr. Jackson getting ready to pull in here. Oh, no. Judy? So, Miguel, what are we seeing? Uh, right now, we, well, here he Not is. Much. The doors open quickly, and uh, this is much quicker than they normally open here. There's one of them big uh, black bodyguards that is an Islam guy with a bald head. That's skinny. Another one. Uh, oh, there's, uh, there's the thing he's in. He's in there. In the second car as and there's usual. a, uh, there's a sheriff, one of them brown shirts, and he's got handcuffs on his uh, thing. If uh, uh, deputies are going to remand him, oh, there's one of the Jackson family. Man, are those people? Isn't that Joe? Isn't that Shoeless Joe Jackson? Into the courthouse. Uh, We're doing a little play-by-play, because play, if you look at the speaker the car, on your radio, it's kind of hard to see all the details. There's a couple of big, right there's now, three of them, big nation with uh, uh, skinheads. Jackson guns. doesn't seem to be moving too quickly out of his car. He's not moving too quickly out of his car. Oh, wait, here he comes. got a bad back, you know. Here he is. Here he is. That is daddy. Now, let's see what's going to happen here. Get those cuffs, baby. They got that umbrella. Of course, it's not raining, but they got the umbrella anyway. Look at them pants. They look like pajamas. Or maybe he was in the He's in the hospital. Oh, that's right. He's wearing pajama bottoms. <laughs> a T-shirt, a black sport jacket, and blue pajama bottoms. Oh, what a fashion plan. Let me wash Look how bad he's walking. He's going to have a kiss and tell. He's wearing pajamas into court. His, his clothing is always fairly loose. In fact, you, don't, you wouldn't think this is a part of that sideshow, would you? Assisted by his bodyguard. No, this is the center yeah, ring. Let's listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's listen here. Go ahead, they want that Jesus juice. They don't want to do a sip now. They want to sip through that straw. Some of that Jesus juice. There's a tremendous crowd at least at seven or eight admirers outside the right. courthouse. Now they're coming through the metal detector. Small knot of fans here, uh, probably under 30 fans. Trying to walk a little bit better now. He's forgetting about his bad back, I guess. Clear. Clear. Like a zombie, uh, like he's uh, under influence of something. Court today, whether or not the judge buys it now. Those weren't stamps you were looking, Michael. He uh, blew past that deadline several minutes ago. Uh, Mr. Jackson now in the courtroom, and now it's up to the judge to see how he's going to handle this, uh, this, this very... Prickly of pop soup. Oh, you can't say that. Not anymore. So, Miguel, he did appear to be walking more slowly than you. <laughs> oh, Judy. <laughs> of 
course, he's walking more slowly. He's got a bad back, you stupid bitch. Judy Woodruff, my ass. Oh, do we long for the days of Bernie Shaw? You know, he'd probably slap her right upside the head if he could, if he would be there right now. Good old Bernie Shaw. Funny till one at QAM. Michael's in court on five sixty pajamas. AM. I urge everyone to complain to this station. as a real, real journalist, her and her uh, partner in crime, Nancy Grace. And uh, he looks like he's in distress, and he's, like, listening to the left. And, oh, give me a break. What a fake uh, piece of crap this is. Is, is. Will it ever end? Will the media ever tell the truth? No. Huh? Diane Diamond, my ass. Anyway, how's that poll coming, Neil? We'll get back to it. We'll see what the judge says. And, of course, now we see what they're terrified of is they don't want to, like, manhandle him because then they'll, they'll pick up where they left off before with those charges about how the police manhandled him and they bruised him. And that's it. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. All of that crap. Oh, here's the instant replay all day long now. Oh, yeah, the instant replay with the umbrella. And, of course, the sun is shining. There's not a cloud in the sky. They've had a lot of rain in uh, L.A., but not today. And uh, the sun is shining, and everything is just fine. Blue skies, but they got to have that huge umbrella uh, over Michael, which finally, when they got to the metal detector, that was the end of that. There's all the nation of Islam guys, those big, tough, nasty bodyguards. And there's Daddy, who looks like uh, he's in a bag, too. Maybe he was uh, sharing some Jesus juice with Michael this morning. The biggest problem with Dade County is, that's our poll today, 793 votes. It's a banana republic, 267. Nobody speak it in English, 191, a source of ongoing frustration that will never change. Too many old right-wing Cubans, 153. The traffic, 74. The politicians, 45. Uh, the non-Hispanics don't vote. That's still stuck on 31. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's easier to blame other people. Right. Point the finger. It's everybody else uh, is their fault. Uh, nothing wrong with Dade. Dade is great. 18 out of uh, almost 800 votes, 2.2%. And the Miami Herald is uh, on the SM, as usual, 14. They're on the bottom of the cage. Okay, let's get these calls cranked up again. Oh, I, got, I don't know. I got some really uh, heavy-duty stuff here I wanted to read. Maybe I'll save it for tomorrow. Stomping on the Bill of Rights. Remember you uh, fa email, uh, faxed this to me? Mm -hmm. And Made in America Wahhabism. It's a great article from the L.A. Times by William Thatcher Dowell. The Christian right is our own brand of extremism. Long overdue. I, I'll save it for tomorrow. I don't oh, know why you do that? 
because I don't want to gloss over. We got all this Michael stuff coming out. Probably have to have like uh, uh, Regis interrupt us. I don't want to do that. All right. Plus, we got many important calls that are going to be pouring in here. Can you see it? They're yeah. pouring in by the ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shouldn't lecture him if he's genuinely sick. But the the issue of notice will be very important. You know, of course, everyone understands that that people get sick, but. Uh, judges don't like to be surprised and if he was not informed at the earliest possible moment that Jackson was planning uh, on on not attending or or asking to be excused you know a lot of things has to happen and what have to happen and one of the things judges are always very concerned about is the convenience of the jury so if the jury came in on time when Jackson knew he wouldn't be able to come to court that's something the judge is going to be very concerned about how anybody could be that stupid to believe this dog and pony show and again here's the media packaging this and presenting it to you like like it's a real thing you know WQAM hello Please don't embarrass yourself by thinking your little local show can go on serious radio. No, okay. Thank you very much, Reverend George. Your little local yokel. Thank you. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, Pally. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil, how are you? Okay. This guy's making a mockery of the system, I'm telling you. No. Yeah, you know, even Bill Kamal knew the importance of showing up for trial on time. There you go. And he wasn't yeah. in his uh, pajamas either. Right. I mean, if you're going to stop and have your backside checked, and it's going to cost you $3 million. I mean, that's crazy. Exactly. Anyway, love you. Take care. I, I hope it was okay, as a matter of fact, because otherwise he's going to get a lot of use where he's going. Talk about slammer. WQAM, hello. My girlfriend's birthday's tomorrow. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, Neil. I didn't know he knew Precious, that uh, your friend Ron, Prozac Ron. Yes, sir, speaking. Yeah, Neil. Yep. Yeah, hey, this is going to be actually a rare, sensible call. No, um, come on. <laughs> Why would we want one of those? See, these, these, these nut jobs, they're just upset because once we do get on serious and we have 80s Indian calls from all over North America, then you won't be hearing them no more. The gargling guy and, you know, those guys. Hey, uh, personal friend of Rimmer's here. Um uh. <laughs> but don't hold that against me. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, I got can't Even though we don't have hockey, um, I got a Oh, no, don't, don't, please. Don't do that to me, sir. If you're going to talk about hockey, this is going to be the shortest phone call you've ever made in your life. Well, it has actually, it has something that I'm still ask you if you ever saw any AHL games up in Toronto. 567 0560, pound 560 on the Verizon <laughs> and what? You warned him, you know. Yeah. Oh, that was, as soon as he mentioned Rimmer, that should have been the end of that call. Talking about the if there isn't a collective bargaining agreement. See, here's a little Leafs lunch from Leafs TV. Uh, what prevents. There's Jeff Merrick and uh, Bill, Fat Bill Waters. Nobody cares about that. Would you stop? It's not bad enough. Rimmer tried to destroy my show. And by the way, you're a liar, Rimmer. I wonder how much how much he took of that 600 bucks for that phony pair of glasses that he got from that joint down here. Oh, brother. Who are you kidding? Tries to say, oh, I'll give you the guy's number. He'll, he'll make it right. He'll, yeah, right. Bunch of Chinese eyeglasses. Six times the, the thickness of these other real glasses I got. I, probably uh, cost 100 bucks, and Rimmer pocketed the other 500. You know, that, that's how it works. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. One, one thing first, I, I agree with you 100%. This state is nothing but a backwards fascist state. And it's I a toilet, wait. man. It's, it's, a, it's a hopeless case. The people don't give a crap. They're indifferent. They have, they have no passion for life, no passion for anything. They just don't give a crap, you know? That's right. And I can't wait till that fascist governor gets out of our office. I really do, because uh, I think the state might better off with... Oh, yeah, when we get our first gay governor, Charlie Crist, when he gets in there. That'll be exciting. Because if you think the Democrats are going to come up with a candidate who's going to be your next governor, you are dreaming. In fact, they're even saying now Bill Nelson looks very vulnerable, and I can understand why. He's another weak sister. Too bad Bobby Graham couldn't just hang on forever, you know? He was our only, he was the last white hope. WQAM, hello. Michael's innocent. 
WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, how you doing? Okay. You were speaking of Rimmer. He is a cheat because uh, when the All-Star game was down here, the NHL All-Star game... Yeah, I we don't want to hear about the NHL All-Star, All-Star game or Rimmer, okay? Either one. The other day, remember the other day when I was getting a scratchy throw and I thought I was getting like another cold mm-hmm. and everything because the weather one day it was like 45, the next day it was like 5, uh, and that has a habit of doing that too. Scratchy throw and I'm sitting there watching Wheel of Torture on TV at 7 o'clock like I do every day. And uh, the phone rings. It's Rema. Couldn't get him off the phone for like 20 minutes. Bop, 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 I'm trying to tell him, you know, oh, you don't sound like you really want to talk. I said, I'm uh, fighting off a, you know, a scratchy throat. I'm trying like, uh, to save my voice. Bop, 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 you know, same old crap. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today, sir? Pretty good. Actually, good. as a matter of fact, sensational. Uh, I'm doing fine. Well, great. I just want to let you know, down with Governor Jeb Bush, and this is the sound you're going to hear when Michael goes to the slammer. Oi, 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 doi, 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 and a roy, roy, roy. Yeah, that sounds like it. In fact, maybe he'll have burning roids by the time he gets out of there. Maybe he ought to talk to Jose Consuco before he goes in about where to insert, the, where to inject those roids. Where to put the needle? Yeah. Five, six, seven, right in the middle of his nose if he can find it. And he only had two uh, nose jobs. You know that, don't you? Right, yeah. They were just really big. <laughs> right. They were just good jobs. Extensive. WQAM, hello. I want you to understand what fascism is. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, Michael Jackson. Boricos Murphy. WQAM, hello. Punch cut my program. WQAM, hello. Holding for Neil Rogers? Hold it, you're holding what? Neil. Yeah. You're having a controversial show about... Oh, jeez. Get, get a life, okay? By the way, Dick Feinberg at Pop It Apart says he's got some news for you, okay? He's got some big news for you now that they got the slots through. Instead of the flag hanging from the flagpole out there by the uh, tote board, your ass is going to be hanging along with your boyfriend, too, sweetheart. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. You think it's just Florida. Look who's governor of California. Yeah, and that's right. Amer- it's the dunning of America, man. What I've been telling you for 100 years. Of California. Say it right, man. California. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what were you saying about bankruptcy in Florida before? I said Florida is a bankrupt state. That's bankrupt of any moral values. That's what I said. When they vote for gambling, what does that tell you? Bankruptcy in Florida. Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. I told you these calls are going to be great. Who the hell wants to read those stories? Sorry. QAM. Why did I doubt you? Hello, Neil. How are you doing today? Pretty good, Pally. How are you? I'm doing terrific. Thank you. But, uh, I would like to know your informed opinion, actually. You know, why is that possible? You know, you couldn't be more right when you say that Miami is a banana republic. Yes. But why is it possible that if you turn into 92.3, and you hear a guy, a Spanish guy there from 12 to 2 o'clock, he can say anything he wants, including any curse in the book. Right. You, you make a, a fart sound and you get canned. Why that, is that is correct. Half a million dollars for each fart sound. You tell me why is that they can do it. What? Why is that they can do that? You cannot do it. Well, what do you mean, why can't they do it? Because uh, the FCC doesn't care about them. It's, a, it's like everything else in South Florida. There's one set of rules for uh, people who don't speak English, and another oh set of rules God. for all the rest of us. That's right. I'm, I'm going back what to would Puerto you expect, Rico. What would you expect in a banana republic? Are you from Puerto Rico? Man. Okay, see ya. By the way, P.R. Ralph gave us some bad information yesterday. That was That's your friend. What do you expect uh, getting info from your friend? I was trying to tell you about the Ricans for a long time now. Jesus, man. Talk about a swish blade. That was, oh, the game, I want to do you a favor. I'll let you know the game has been rained out. I'm sorry to give you the bad news. And oh, then, of course, I don't blame him because the, the point that I made yesterday at about noonish was very valid. It's still valid. And that is, we've got to get information from the audience as opposed to from our middle-level management people. 
who are, you know, desperately trying to find some kind of a chore, some kind of an errand to run to justify their existence and meager paycheck. Uh, that, that would have been one of them, you know, to keep, keep their thumb right on that situation, to keep us abreast of what was going on, as opposed to later on coming out. Who was the one that came to you and said, oh, they're going to be uh, bailing out at 20 till uh, 2, and won't you do a 15 or 20-minute show? Who told you that? <laughs> right. After the fact, right? Well, he said stick around just in case they don't. But you understand said, why we took that anyway. He said stick what? Yeah, this. Stick, yeah, stick. I'll bet. I'll bet he did. Well, he's got to find something to do, you know what? God bet he's been demoted. Now that he's got kind of sitting in there. Now, now you don't have to go talk to the salespeople anymore because we've given up that whole deal. No more copy, no more work. Just, just to cash the check, baby, like Berkeley says. Huh? Berkeley says, just cash the effing check and uh, leave the rest off. Judge expected to rule on uh, Jackson momentarily. Oh. Friend. Yeah, uh -huh. that's it. That's it. That's your call today. Like I said, I started off whipped up into a frenzy. Hank was whipped up about it. The governor subverts the will of the public again. He's threatening we're not going to have uh, what you voted for in Broward on Tuesday. And this public man, you are, I, again, apologize to the people who make jello. As limp as a wet noodle. Nothing moves them, man. But, uh, I'll say it again. And that, and that poll we had, even though I can't see the result right now, you are so full of crap. The problem isn't with the old uh, yellow teeth crowd, because there's a limited number of them. The problem was all the rest of the community that doesn't give a flying crap about anything. That just rolled over and you, you've seceded, man. You've seceded not from the uh, state, but from life. You've just thrown in the towel, just like we do with the sales department, so we can relate. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yo, I was calling Neil. Yes, sir, speaking. What's uh, up, Okay, back? Okay, I want to say thank you for sticking your face in the face of George Bush's Nazis. I wish that you would uh, keep it up. It's uh, a great thing to remind everybody that our freedoms are slipping away. Okay, well, they're very obviously whipped up into a frenzy about it, sir, and I'm going to continue banging away and banging my head against that cement wall because you can tell from these people that call this show every day, they are really civically and uh, governmentally and uh, humanly and uh, crap. Okay, the poll is back. Our website is back. Thank the Lord. Not uh, too exciting, Eric. Almost a half an hour here of paranoia and uh, psychosis. Not good. Michael Jackson's accuser is now on a witness stand. Michael, Michael, he's in there in his, in his PJs. Maybe they get a little something going on. Maybe he brought some Jesus juice to court with him, huh? Michael's already in his PJs. What do you think? There you go. Just roll the bed out. Yeah. When in doubt, whip it out. You are listening to Neil Rogers. Ed Rogers. Ah. It's a little bit funny, and man, what a trick, how some simply faced little loser had been to Paris's sidekick. He got all of her numbers, he got all of her pics, including her party with the New York Oh, oh, oh. We know the private know. 
And speaking of that, Limp Biscuit singer Fred Durst is suing ten website operators who posted the rocker's homemade sex tape after it was stolen from his computer, possibly by the same hackers who got into reality star Paris Hilton's cell phone. The lawsuit filed in federal court last week seeks more than $70 million in damages and any profits the site operators reaped in recent weeks within when the three-minute clip of Durst and a former girlfriend began appearing on the Internet. In the complaint, Durst contends the 2003 video was never meant for public viewing. It was stored in Durst's home computer, but hackers managed to break into the computer remotely and make a copy according to the lawsuit. In December, Durst's manager was contacted by the owner of an adult video firm who asked whether the singer would be interested in making the video available commercially. Durst's attorneys then sent letters ordering the defendants to stop. Cut it out. The lawsuit claims the site operators invaded Durst's privacy, misappropriated his name and likeness. Durst, who secured the copyrights to the video before filing the lawsuit, also claims the websites are guilty of violating U.S. copyright laws. Since the lawsuit was filed, many of the websites have said they would pull the clip. Most of them have purported to comply. Ed McPherson, Durst's attorney, be saying. Who the hell wants to see that? Unless, of course, we find out which girlfriend it was. Right. We're still waiting. Okay. We haven't found out yet? It's still uh, on somewhere, but I'm not going to... I don't want to find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need the tourists. 852 votes on the poll. The biggest problem with Dade County... I'm thinking very seriously, by the way. I'm reevaluating my life. And I'm thinking very seriously of going back to the, you know, what we did those seven months when I stopped taking the calls. I mean, th- this is this is beyond garbage, you know. I mean, what, what's the point of having a phone system for, like, five people, you know? you got the uh, crazy Prozac Ron who needs to be put in a rubber room somewhere. you got the, uh, you know what we got. Yeah, I know. And that's it. All too well. Yeah, you sure do. And I'm thinking of just going back to that because uh, your calls, basically, folks, blow. They suck. They bite. They're the, the worst. The absolute worst. I've been doing this for 100 years. Almost 30 years, right? Uh, About 30, man. This town. I have never heard such a cacophony of swill, of Schmidt, of horse dung as comes over this phone. Pathetic. And, and every, you know, again, if it was Alien Man, we'd be getting calls from you know whom the phones would be ringing off the hook back during those days. It's only during the times when we have these divisive hate, uh, hate fest, that's when they get into it. Yeah. But any other time, like like now, when uh, the governor says, okay, uh, forget about that vote. I'm going to do whatever I want. Anyway, and they just roll over and play dead. That's what they do best in South Florida is playing dead. Maybe that's why Terry Schiavo, she ought to be like the, the state uh, uh, symbol. You know, states have songs, uh, insignias. Well, she ought to be the insignia on the state fag, Terry Schiavo, with the tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 857 votes. The biggest problem with Dade County is it's a banana republic, 291. Nobody speaking English, 208. Too many old right-wing Cubans, 164. The traffic, 78. The politicians, 47. The non-Hispanics don't vote, 36. Right! Nothing. Date is great. Only uh, 18, 2.1%. And the Miami Herald, 15. Well, there they go. Here come the intellectual callers now. I knew it. I knew if I threw out the, uh, mm-hmm. threw the gauntlet down and gave them the challenge, the intellectuals would come on. Brother's testimony on this very same issue. He said that his brother had a 7-Up can... And that he really remembered that because he had red wine on the brim of it. And, of course, he knew that that was unusual. Because Who did that song, Red, Red Wine? So Neil here Barman? is the place, and I'm sure the defense will seize on this, where you have a story that seems common, but when you look at the details, they're starkly different. Well, there you go. That's a court TV, a little bit different. Uh, same crap. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Okay, Pally. Listen, man, I'm not a, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm an intellectual caller, but... That's for sure. People that have called in, I think, uh, pretty pathetic. But i got to tell you, um, 
Florida, as far as supporting anything, and I'm a musician, and to get people to come out for original music and get them to come to clubs to support anything outside of the safety net of what they know, yeah, it's just pathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, they just stay in that little safety cube, wherever it is in their house, in the whole world, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's it, man. And, and it's like that with everything. With sports, I know you hate sports. I'm not a big sports guy. But, uh, music-wise, I've seen it, you know, I've seen it all along, you know. Go out and play and get people to come out. You do an original music, something different, something new, something refreshing, doesn't matter. Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, is as phony as an $85 bill, just like the year that the Panthers went to the Stanley Cup Finals and everybody had the flags going and the rats and everything. We love that, you know, and now you couldn't find five people out of ten million who give a crap about it. Pathetic. I just want to tell you, I'm a long-time listener, man, and uh, keep up the good work, buddy. Good luck to you, Pally. Thanks a Take lot. Take care. Uh, now, let's see. I had, I, I think I Schmidt-canned here, the thing about Ed McMahon. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Ed's at home. He's recuperating, baby. He had that bad fall. I'm not sure why. I think I have a good idea. I just thought I'd mention that. Don't we care about Ed McMahon, old no, Ed? Not really. No, no. Actually, it would have been better news if it turned out that he was in the hospital on the verge of death because we'd rather have him go than Johnny. Here's right. Johnny. Either way. But now, why do you say that? I wasn't a big Johnny Carson fan, but you wanted him to croak as opposed to Ed McMahon? No, no, because he was already out of our lives. You know what I, I mean? He was already oh, I see. So in other words, you didn't have any use for him anymore. Exactly. So therefore, uh, yeah, I see. Even before he went off the air, we didn't have any use for him anymore. No wonder I hear that you talk behind my back. That's right. All that crap about another four years when this deal is over, then I can uh, screw off and croak a wicked, horrible death. I heard that. No, I mean, Johnny Carson was, uh, you know. I know, an icon. He never stole a freight train. Maybe he gave a lot of people some entertainment. But Ed, on the other hand, just is a professional ass licker, kind of like Larry King, without the suspenders. And, uh, you know. Plus, of course, the I'll never forgive him for the uh, American publisher's sweepstake uh, ripoff uh, bullcrap. Him and Dick Clark. You notice we don't hear any more about Dick Clark. Nope. You notice that? After we finally had the lowdown from the Inquirer that he didn't have one stroke, but a second massive stroke. And he's like, like kind of like that. Last thing he was heard saying was, I'm dying out of here. Listen to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560 QAM. Master dialects quite like Sean Connery. From his roles in The Hunt for Red October, I am a Russian submarine captain. To The Untouchable, I am a Chicago policeman. And now, the master of ethnic character acting can teach you his secret techniques at the Sean Connery Academy of Accents. Good morning, students. Today, we'll work on sounding French. Repeat after me. Bonjour. Would you have any croissants she will play? Bonjour. Would you have any croissants she will play? Well done. At the Sean Connery Academy of Accents, you'll learn the best accent is the one you were born with. Now, class, guess which accent I'm doing this time. Uh, a Scottish guy? Close. That was my Mexican guy. Oh, uh, my amigo. So whether you want to do a Scottish Chinese accent, a Scottish German, a Scottish Iraqi, or a Scottish rapper, I'd like to take this opportunity to give a shout out to all my homies. Enroll today at the Sean Connery Academy of Accents, and soon you'll be able to do any accent imaginable, as long as it's Scottish. 145 at 560 WCRM. Josh, you might want to mention to your fat friend Eric there that my stats page is like stuck an hour ago and it's not going anywhere. I just mentioned that in passing. Little um, website, website is interrupt us. Choice point. Remember about the choice point? People have got files on everybody. Speaking of secret files, right? Choice point files found riddled with errors. Deborah Pierce held a rare and precious document in her hands. It was the story of her life, as told by Choice Point Inc. 
She wasn't supposed to see it. An anonymous source had smuggled the report to her, but there it was, her national comprehensive report, 20 pages long, a complete dossier of all the digital breadcrumbs she's left behind during her adult life. At least that's what it was supposed to be. Pierce said she felt an uneasy twinge in her stomach as she began to flip the pages. A dozen former addresses were listed, along with neighbors and their phone numbers. Almost 20 people were listed as relatives, and their neighbors were listed, too. There were cars she supposedly owned, businesses she supposedly worked for. But the more closely she looked, the more alarmed she became. The report was littered with mistakes. ChoicePoint, the now embattled database giant, aggregates data from hundreds of sources on millions of Americans. The reports are then sold to thousands of companies and government agencies that want to know more about their clients, customers, or employees. But wouldn't George Orwell be proud of what's going on these days? Amazed. He would be just uh, dizzied by it. Almost as dizzy as Michael was there on the way into court, kind of tilting, listing off to the left. I'm swooning. Right. As first reported by MSNBC.com, the company last month warned 145,000 people that criminals posing as legitimate businesses had accessed that information, putting them at risk of identity theft. The incident sparked discussion about the larger industry of data collection made up of companies known as commercial data brokers. ChoicePoint is the largest, but there are hundreds of other firms that collect and sell private information for profit. ChoicePoint also had a host, has a host of important government clients, including the FBI and other intelligence agencies. Oh, my God. The Alpharetta, Georgia-based company declined to be interviewed for this story, pointing a reporter toward the firm's website for additional information. The company separately announced Tuesday that it's hired a top official of the TSA, the Transportation Security Administration, review how the company screens its customers. Isn't that great? Lovely. And here's a great idea, finally, speaking of the FBI. FBI Director Robert Mueller suggested this week that Congress consider barring terrorism suspects from legally buying guns after an audit found that 47 people on a terrorism watch list were approved for purchases last year. I'm sure you've seen this story. Yes, I did. Gun sales are denied or convicted. And you also saw that Wayne LaPierre, who's a legitimately crazy person, the head of the NRA, he, uh, he don't like this. Gun sales are denied to convicted felons, fugitives, convicted drug users, illegal aliens, others under federal gun laws. But a GAO report made public Tuesday pointed out that being suspected of having a link to a terrorist or a terrorist group is not among the nine criteria that prevent somebody from legally buying a firearm. It only triggers a more intense background check of the person before a gun dealer can sell him a gun. We ought to look at what can be done to perhaps modify the law, Mueller told members of a House Appropriations Subcommittee. The National Rifle Association says the current law is protecting Americans from terrorists while allowing citizens the freedom to own guns. Wayne LaPierre, the NRA's chief executive and gunslinger, said under the law, if the FBI's National Instant Criminal Background Check System gets a hit that somebody's for a gun permit on the terror watch list, the government official who put that person on the list, other counterterrorism personnel, are notified. And, of course, that gives them plenty of time before they go out blow a whole bunch of people away. They go out of the neighborhood of the school and blow a bunch of kids away. Or the neighborhood mall and just blow a bunch of a pain in the ass shoppers away. Or whatever else they want to do with it. How do you like that? Uh, no. Senator Frank Lautenberg, Democrat in New Jersey, requested the audit, reacted with a call to undo a year-old law that requires the FBI to destroy records of applications to purchase guns within 24 hours of approval. It's aiding and abetting terrorists, he said. Lots of times you cannot cover the data you need in 24 hours. Hey, listen, America loves their guns. We love them bullets flying. We've got city set and all these other rapid guys, man, blowing each other away. And it's part of the uh, culture. It's part of the passing scene, man. Right? Right. No doubt. So don't mess with it. A veteran 60-minute staffer sued CBS yesterday for alleged age discrimination and defamation, charging that the network used the flawed report on President Bush's National Guard Service as an excuse to try to ease her out. When in doubt, ease her ass out. Esther Cartengainer, 67, filed a lawsuit on the last day that Dan... I didn't see that last night either. No. <coughs> I wasn't home. I wanted to see Dan's last telecast. I wonder if he got choked up or not. 
Courage. Courage. <laughs> what the hell does that mean, the courage crap? Huh? I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess he was going to sign off every night on the newscast for that, but he got laughed out of the studio when he started doing that years ago, so he dropped the idea. Yeah, because Walter Cronkite used to, and that's the way it is. Remember, Walter? No, you don't remember. I saw some pictures. And that's the way it is, December 21st. People believe in the magic bullets, huh? No, yeah. That's all I need to know. Anyway, Esther filed a lawsuit on the last day that Dan Radler, the newsman who presented the Bush Report, appeared as anchor of the CBS Evening News. Cardigan has said in court papers that a defamation claim is based on a statement by Leslie Moonves, CBS chairman and CEO. Oh! On the network's website, January 10. In that statement, Moonves says Cardigan had abrogated her assigned function, and CBS News is the worst for it. Moonves made the statement on the same day that an independent panel issued its report on the Bush report. Cardigan says in court papers that her role in the story airing was minimal. She says she was directed on September 7 to read the transcripts to make sure excerpts of interviews were not used out of context. She says she already had been demoted when she was removed as senior producer of 60 Minutes in May of 2004 and made senior producer of 60 Minutes Wednesday. She said she was replaced at 60 Minutes by a woman 20 years younger, which is part of the basis for her age discrimination claim. She said she was stripped of her senior producer title, and her pay was reduced by 20%. Sounds like sour grapes to me, you old bag, doesn't it? Right. It's what was that guy that did IOD? What the hell was his name? You'll never remember. Larry that. Justice. Oh, my. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. Holy moly. Is this man on top of it today or what? For justice, we must go and see Larry filed an AIDS discrimination suit against IOD because he got canned on that weekend or whatever. Well, that was all your fault, too, remember? You yeah, all, I always get lumped in there, you bet. Yeah, I, I was also a part you of that. He was younger than you, I think. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is they got him off the air because his show sucked. That's why. Now, if you're telling me that Mo really has uh, Bruce Willis on at 2.30, is there something going on that we ought to be aware of? Yeah, actually, um, I found out uh, his daughter is an executive at Miramax. Yeah. And, uh, Bruce Willis's film coming out. So they're going to promote it. Moe's daughter is an executive at Miramax. Right. Who's and Bruce Willis has a film coming out that they're going to promote. Is it what does that have to do with sports? Is it that one you were telling me about? No. Oh, okay. No, seriously. What, what are you talking about? I'm telling you that's what's going on. It has nothing to do with sports. They're oh, I see. Promoting. Well, that's what I was wondering. In other words, we have a format change. Right. Or it's just Excellent. kind of incestuous Just in today. Thing. Just in today. Oh, right. Oh, I, I see. Okay, just today. We're like, uh, which is fine. We already heard plenty about, uh, you know. Oh, speaking of sports, Jose Canseco, Jason Jambi, Mark McGuire, and four other baseball players were subpoenaed yesterday to testify before a congressional committee investigating the sports steroids policy. I got Jose's book right here. I read 22 pages. It's still sitting there. Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa, Raphael Palmeiro, and Frank Thomas also were subpoenaed to appear at the March 17 hearing of the House Government Reform Committee, along with the Players Association head Donald Fear, Baseball Executive Vice Presidents Rob Manfred and Sandy Alderson, and San Diego General Manager Kevin Towers. Can Seiko, Fear, and Manfred had agreed to testify? Manfred will speak on behalf of Baseball Commissioner Bud Light. The remaining witnesses, however, made it clear either by flatly rejecting the invitation to testify or by ignoring our repeated attempts to contact them. They had no intention of appearing before the committee. Committee Chairman Representative Tom Davis and Representative Henry Waxman, ranking Democrats, said in a statement. The committee will conduct a thorough, fair, and responsible investigation. It's important for the American people to know the facts on baseball's steroid scandal. Do we care? Absolutely no. not. You are listening to Neil Rogers. On 560 what do you think tribal sovereignty means in the, in the 21st century, and how do we resolve conflicts between tribes and the federal and state governments? Yeah. Uh, tribal sovereignty means that. It's sovereign. It's, you're, you're a, you're a, you've been given sovereignty, and you're viewed as a sovereign entity. Okay. And therefore, the relationship between the federal government and 
tribes as one between sovereign entities. Oh, 